sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to continue our deep dive through the Mechanicum book, um, going through their army proper. Uh, the plan for tonight is to go through HQ and Elites. I think I originally said this was going to be about three parts, looking at it, also counting how many things they have in the legacies. It's probably going to stretch beyond that, especially since this is an army that people might not be as familiar with. We want to be able to spend a little bit more time discussing it and uh, some of the large differences that they'll have, especially things like war gear and rules and all of that. So that's our plan for what we're doing tonight. And now on to the show. All right, gentlemen, um, we got... It's a, it's a not I guess not a horribly long list, but a reasonably long list just by going through two slots Hell of yeah. things to talk about here. All right, so previously we went through essentially army rules or army wide rules, if you want to think of it that way. Now we're actually going to start digging into the pieces themselves. Um, one thing I will mention is the sort of non is everyone other than the the prime the dominus named. Everyone else is named, right? They're named characters. Uh, the back, the, except the yeah, except the Magos and the Prime. Yeah, everyone yeah. is named. So we do the Magos and the Prime. We are going to be talking about them slash their bane at the same time. We'll talk about the distinction in it, but we're not going to do those as separate entries. Is the one thing I will say. Um, all right. I know Dan has called Scoria, um, which makes Hell sense. Yeah. Obviously, is there any other particular called shots? Fun fact, it was my first it was my first special character I bought from Forge World ever. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Uh Steve, do you have any called shots? Nah. Not, not I'll take the I'll one. take the original I'll take the Archimago's Prime. I'll like I'll start it off. Okay. As I play it. All right. Well, if we have no call I'll take just whatever. I don't really care. It's all good with me. All right. So why don't we start with the Archimago's Prime. So we'll do a discussion of the Prime, and then as we, when we kind of finish them up, we'll talk about what's the extra when you put it exactly. to an Exactly. It's actually not very hard. So just for clarification, not clarification, but for essentially the difference between the Abeyant and the Prime is usually mm -hmm. extra wound, usually extra toughness, and they're, they get limited on the high orders they can take, which is good. Uh, an Abeyant Prime with Cybernetica, or sorry, with Myrmidon would be slightly ridiculous um okay. so there is there is that's basically what it is so let's talk about the archmago's prime so it's zero to one choice you only get one of these guys uh they're 155 points they are they can get pricey so it's not pretty um, expensive compared to yeah, a especially when you start kidding them out you will hit like 230 to 250 with these dudes um normally that's just normally um you got yourself um sorry i'm like you got movement six, weapon skill four, so not bad. Ballistic skill five, that's really great. Strength, toughness five, three wounds already, which I think is higher than a – or no, is Praetor status. Uh, initiative four, attacks only two, although that you'll see that does get increased depending on stuff. Um, attacks to leadership ten, two up save. It does have a Mechanicum Protectiva, so that's a four up save. It comes stock with a power weapon, so – your choice uh and a volkite serpenta which meh who cares it comes stock with a cortex controller so that gives it the ability to essentially control robots um so they don't go crazy uh it's a cyberthurgist which we talked about in the last podcast it means they can do special cyberthurgy powers um it's a battlesmith at a four up 
meaning on a four up, it can do a repairing of a wound um, on a automata or I think vehicle. Yeah, whole point on a vehicle yeah. or repair weapons, and there's or, a, there's a list of things they can basically do. use it. But let's be honest, you use it to repair your automata. That that's essentially what it boils down to. Right. Um, feudal hierarchy. So this is the big one I do want to talk about, um, mostly because feudal hierarchy has to do with, uh, and we'll talk about poor Scaria later because it actually does annoy me that it, we'll talk about that later. But essentially, the idea of feudal hierarchy is that your um, you cannot both contain an Archmagos Prime and an Archmagos Prime on an abeyant. So you can't, you can take, now, the, I'll just explain now. So z- this would normally not be annoying because it's zero to one anyway. So if you take an Archmagos Prime, you cannot take an Archmagos Prime on abeyant. Basically, you know I mean? it's a worker upgrade, but as a separate um, unit entry so that you don't have multiple profiles yes. to worry about. When we get to Scaria, I'll re-explain this because Scaria breaks this. I had to actually ask on the Discord because I was very confused by this. And the confusion is actually either GW wanted it to be that confusing uh, or is there's a misprint somewhere. But we'll talk about that when we get to Scoria. Uh You have Firing Protocols 3, so you go pew-pew. Um, you're a Master Cybersurgist. That we'll talk about on the next page. You, get, you have to choose an order of the Hyotechno Arcana. You must choose. Um, and you're relentless and stubborn. So just real quick, before I get into the options, you can choose to be cybernet, or you can choose your powers to be cybernetica. If you remember from last podcast, that just gives you abilities to manipulate your robots. You have artificia machina, which, uh, gives you the ability to, uh, battlesmith essentially twice. And then you have ephemera incursus, which allows you to control a vehicle and shoot its weapons, essentially. That, that was a very big t- TLDR, essentially. Yeah. Now, a pr- the Prime has access to every single one of the High Orders. That's Archimandrite, Cybernetica, Lacrimarda, Macrotech, Malagra, Myrmidax, and Reductor. So you have access to everything. Um, and then, option-wise, you can kit this guy out however you yeah. want. Yeah, you don't this have to worry. Has- you don't have to talk about every go option, but... But yeah. I'm not going to talk about every what option, but cool I will. Ones? Yes, exactly. So in the first category, no, no, there's, I know, but there's some cool combos you can do here. Some really stupid, cool combos. Give me a good example. You can take augury scanners. That's always good. Melta bombs. I usually ignore. We'll talk about that. Rad grenades. This is a great, great mm. option, especially oh, if you take a paragon blade because now you're strength six. So you insta kill anyone you charge or they charge you because that first turn, they're going to be toughness three. Excellent choice. Cyber Familiar is damn near auto-include. It's a three-up invul. Do it. Like, for 15 points, you have a three-up invul. Why Done not? Deal. Done deal. Yeah. Immediately. Um, so that's the first category. Second category, this is where it gets stupid interesting. Because you can actually, so you can trade your Volkite Serpenta or Par Weapon for any one of these options, right? So you can do one, you can do two. Really cool combos. Taking a um, Chain Fist and a Power Axe. Now you get three attacks, and you get your choice. You, with rad grenades, you can swing with the power axe, and then when your rad grenades run out, swing with the chain fist. And now you're hitting with three attacks. That's pretty neat, right? Uh, um, I would go power axe because then you're. I did say one. Well, power axe and chain fist. Chain fist just in case right. you need to charge right, something. But there's no ben- there's no benefit to a power axe though. You'd always take no. a chain fist. Yeah. Well, you always have a power weapon. You, you right. replace the Volkite Serpenta. A, a non-power axe power weapon. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, you, you replace the Volkite Serpenta, which you don't need. Um, 
Because you could replace the. You, we'll talk about that later. You can have, you can have more weapons, but you can take a. Uh, I think people say sometimes take a photon photon gauntlet for blind. Um, there's a paragon. Also, notice the paragon blade only 15 points. It's not 25 points like normal. That's because his is, weapon skill is dog shit. Well, it's list. Oh, well, I, no, I think it's skill? a proper balancing that it's cheaper okay, here okay. than on the space marine. I'm just saying it's because it's, he it's, doesn't have the skill to wield it. Exactly, but it's 15 points, which is nice. Now you could also, as the Archmago's Prime, take a servo arm. Now you take a Inkulab and jetpack. That is spicy. That's the same thing that the Thalax have, by the way. So you can jump around with Thalax and then jump around after you shoot. That's spicy. Uh, people take this with a Myrmidon Lord. I've seen <laughs> double plasma Myrmidon Lord with a jump pack. He shoots the double plasma and then Ew. runs away. Yeah. I don't do this because I don't. Mo- I didn't model him that way. I actually don't think it's a cool look in my opinion. Um, or maybe I haven't found a way to model Dan, him. Dan, you're but wrong. I think there's a way you to do totally it. You could totally make that work. But the, the thing is I like using the GW plastic models and I love the spider dude that I used for the Myrmidon Lord. Maybe – I think they have that big fat dude who's praying. Maybe he'd be like a good jump pack dude. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, I want you to picture this. Okay, I want you to picture a vorax uh-huh. with a jump pack and uh-huh. some rotor cannons. It's um, plasma. Oh, that does so cool. Shit. Okay. And Stop. In I can't, the I can't. bug face is just that little mechanicum head with like the you know the one the, the plastic. I know. One oh yeah, hat. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, you can give him a conversion beamer. Some people like taking conversion beamers because uh, they like to stick them in the back. Because your Archmagos really doesn't want to be in close combat unless you kid him out to be in close combat. Um, so you can sit in the back with a Conversion Beamer. That's always great. Conversion Beamers outside of 42 become Strength 10 AP1, so ew. Um, I tend to take the Graviton Imploder uh, or the Machinator Array. So the Graviton Imploder is 25 points. It's basically a two-shot Grav weapon for, for Haywire. I just like having that in my back pocket. Um but, and that's for my Myrmidon Lord, I usually take that. If I'm running Cybernetica, I'll take the Machinator Array. The Machinator Array is neat, Dave. It is super yeah. neat. And I think Legion people can take it too. Oh, yes. It's so good. Yes. It's, it's, it's a the standard warrior. So, so the Forge Lord gets the Machinator Array. Yeah. It's pretty so cool. What, it's pretty for cool those who don't know, Machinator Array is basically strength plus one, AP two, melee, unwilly, shred, armor bane. But it gives you plus two on your repair roll for Battlesmith, which is oh, Battlesmith on a two up. Yes, please. Um, fun little side fact that I did not know until you someone taught a, me this. I forgot something else, Dan. Yeah, you did forget. Wait, wait, what two happened? bonus attacks with that weapon profile. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the two bonus attacks instead of one. So you're from attacks two to attacks four. Five but charge. I did not know that you can trade all your attacks into the Immaculator Ray. I always thought that it was just two bonus attacks, like separated. You know how, like, um, I don't know, chain swords are in 40k, where the chain swords like a separate attack, right? Hmm. I did not know that you can sh- put all of your attacks into the Immaculator Ray, which is pretty I think neat. That's a new thing for this edition. That is, I think, I a new edition. Don't think it was Before, that way edition, I, I'm not going to pull out my old codex. I think it was literally you could only make two attacks with this. Now it's just make additional two attacks. So it's you can make all of your attacks as the Machinator. Yeah, th- th- that follows because back in 6th-7th, when they gave you items like this, it was set always set to be as additional. So previously they did that. Now they just set it as a profile. So you're allowed Which is to pick cool. it. No, no, I'm, I, someone pointed this out. I'm like, oh, that's neat. You don't need to take like a an extra melee weapon. That is your melee weapon. So that's pretty neat. Just mm-hmm. a little side. Um, and then here's where it gets the fun part and why he's <laughs> why he's firing protocols three. He gets a large amount of choices. Uh, 
uh, of weapons. Now, little side note, if you're a Myrmidax, you get to choose two of them, Ooh, which is really nice. So you could take up, so you take rotor cannons, that's okay. You could take graviton guns, two graviton, or two, eh, that's okay. You could take melt a gun, or two melt guns. You could take the IRAD cleanser, the plasma fusel, which is my personal favorite choice, because it's get it gets hot at AP three, and because you're two up save, you don't get hurt. Essentially, you have your two up save against it, versus mm-hmm. like a three up and vulnerable. Um, other very fun choices you could take are the uh, photon thrusters. I tend to avoid these. So photon thrusters, for those who don't know, are basically strength six AP two blind shots that gets hot. And they're two shots. So you could have two of these, so four shots, Trend 6 AP2, real cool, right? Um, with blind. It's, it's a pretty neat, but it's AP2 gets hot. And I've seen so many people put this on their Archmagos, and it just goes, Pfft. you know what I mean? Because yeah. then you're you're deploy, deploying on your three up and vulnerable, or your four up and vulnerable. That, it sounds like a skill issue. That's, you could make it Mastercrafted, by the way, for five points. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, and then last but not least, the Rad Furnace, which you can't actually, I think, take two of. Uh, yeah, No, but, if no, you're Myrmidax, you're not allowed to Mermidax take it at all. It. Yeah, exactly. You can't even take That's the my Rad favorite furnace. option on this list, though. Really? Hands down, it's my favorite option, yes. So did they change it from the last edition at all? I'm looking at it. Well, right last edition, it was right absolutely now. OP. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was Rad Grenades always, which was... <laughs> it was you always have rad grenades i'm trying to find where the rad furnace is i wonder if they change i haven't even looked at that I, the layout's uh, a little funny in this one um, yeah hold on it's not a it's not a ranged weapon it. it's not a ranged weapon it, it's yeah it's not actually under the rad yeah and it's not i know it's not a it's melee not a weapon. weapon it's a war gear, war gear that's what i thought it, it's kind of what it says it's a um it's here, oh my uh, god, is it going to be on the dead packs? Page 131. Okay, go ahead. Yep, Steve, it's on the dead So, it's different from last edition, significantly. It used to okay. be minus one toughness, not anymore, not anymore. Totally new rules now. So now what it does, <clears throat> any melee hits allocated to models left in combat with one more unit, that include a model with a red furnace, require one lower result to wound them than they would normally, to a minimum of two up. It's not cumulative with itself, um, and models with them are immune to the effects of rad grenades, the rad phase special rule, and the rad furnaces of any of models are in combat with. In addition, hits provided to the rad phase special rule against this model only wound on a six. So basically, you get plus one to wound. It's cool. That's yeah. you're you're a bloody actually, angel. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's always. It's not like if you charged and it's locked in combat, so it never turns off. So that's neat. I ain't Although even you are strength five base, so it's not going to shift things that much unless you're fighting other mechanics. I'm trying to think, yes, because your Paragon Blade makes you strength six, Machinator makes you strength six, Chain Fist obviously is strength ten, Photon Gauntlet is strength six. I'm trying to think of like what what if may you want to do something weird like is Pyrex plus one strength? Your Lightning Claws no. Uh, yeah, power plus, plus one strength, strength as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, um, even the power lance is plus one strength. Literally, it's just the power yeah, sword. So I'm thinking you always wound on twos anyway. Maybe it's like, oh, you know what it would affects? We haven't talked about them yet. Like if you're warlords with a Silax, which is a troop choice. I think I said them right. Silax or si- si- yeah. Silica? It's something. These are Mechanicum names. Uh, I think if like he's running with a retinue of Silax, then that's probably why you give it to him. 
That's how I usually see it. Anyway. I I've seen don't think it affects first. friendly models, though. It doesn't. It used to. Models. It used to. It used to be minus one toughness to everyone, um, yeah. including your own stuff. Now it's just plus one a wound, which is great. I like this. this, this is, okay. So maybe it's not my favorite choice anymore. Basically, it used to be a persistent rag grenade. Now it's not. Uh, you can leave it at home now. I, think. I don't know. Yeah. Plus one For 30 one. points, I might leave it at home. Now, real quick to. Mm-hmm. Also, that's just the you go Contemptor hunting with it. You could. You could. So the Archmagos Prime and the Archmagus Prime in Abeyant, there's really only like two differences. The one thing is that he goes from wounds three to wounds five, which is ill. Um, he also goes from toughness five to toughness six, also ill. Um, uh, what was I going to say? He, you gain um, monsters and anti-grav. You, I'll and get to that. An, he loses an initiative. He loses it. Oh, he does? Oh, he does yeah. go to yes, he's initiative three. Oh, I will talk about the, the monsters in five seconds. You will notice that his high orders, he only gets four. Cybernetica, Archimandrite, Lacra, oh, five, sorry. Lacrimarda, Macrotech, or Reductor. So he loses Malagra and Myrmidax, essentially. Good. They were... <laughs> um, and he still gets the same choice of Cybernetica, Machina, and Accursus. He is 185 points, so I think he's 30 points more for the extra wound, extra toughness. Um, now, Real cool things that I figured out very quickly. He's got the same choices, right? He's got he could choose rotor guns, graviton, conversion beamers, blah 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 blah. Chain fist is unwieldy unless it's put on a monstrous creature. Yeah, oh, because he is monstrous, the chain fist swings at initiative three. That's probably why they lowered it. Yes. Yes. This way so he now, hits after a basic Marine. Yes, because he now, if you give him a Chain Fist and a Power Axe, he has three attacks. Now, mind you, this is why they also got rid of Malagra with him, because if you had Malagra on him, he jumps to Weapon Skill 5, four attacks with Preferred mm. Enemy. So now it starts getting kind of... Uh, um, but yeah, no, th- that's cool little side facts of what you can give, uh, what you can do with this dude. Um, but otherwise, he's exactly the same. He what does sh- Pride of Place do? That's one of his special rules. So that one basically says, no matter what, no matter what rules anything has, you can never enter a transport. Yes. Okay. That That's so, nice. It's nice and simple. No yeah. landing from a Thunderhawk. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it should have just been like, he's thick. <laughs> he's so the, okay. okay so you, if you see the picture on the right hand side, mm-hmm. one that annoys that picture annoys me because that's a Myrmidon Lord on the bayonet, which is illegal. I don't know if you could see it, but he's got two hey, weapons on his shoulders. It's based on a Myrmidon Lord. No, no, that it is. It's got two. Clearly. See the two weapons? He's got two weapons. Look at his shoulders. Literally a Myrmidon. But anyway, despite the illegalness of this picture, straight up illegal, um, the reason they can't go on a transport is because that's the bayonet, essentially. It's this big yeah. floating disco ball. This is Battleship. It's a battle chariot. He must preach it to you why your flesh is weak. All right. And there might have been a little bit of a weird uh, pause there. Uh, Dan hit the microphone cord with a book. So that uh, that shut us down for a moment. But we're back. And he said that he was he was done with actually before we hit the recording. We talked about how none of them have frag grenades. So they better avoid some uh, some terrain. Although if you're on a bait, you don't care. All right. Oh, you know what? I got a mark now that'll annoy me. 
it's a new set of timestamps. All right, there we go. That's fun. All right, um, so we're on to the Dominus. Maybe I'll take this guy because I know some of the other ones are special characters. You guys have might have more attachment to that. Um, we're going to talk about this guy in much the same way, and this conversation is going to go very, very fast because a lot of the options are going to be very similar, and a lot of what they do compared to on or off abeyant is going to follow the same sort of rules. So for this Dominus, he is not restricted. You could take multiple if you wanted. He's 75 points. Um, in general, I'll still run out of stats real fast, but in general, so when you consider the Prime, who was, what, 155 to start with. Yeah, 155, and now you go to the Dominus. He is just about loses one from most stats. So he's moved six. That didn't change. But the weapon skills, one worse at three. The ballistic skills, strength and toughness are all fours. They're worse. He's got a less wound because he's only on two wounds. His base initiative is a three. So he's less than the guy who wasn't on the abeyant. Um, oddly enough, when this guy gets it on abeyant, he doesn't lose any initiative there. Still two attacks that didn't change. Leadership went down by one to nine. Save went down by one to a three up. So... Oof. He's a lot cheaper. You know, he's under half the cost, but you're losing just about one from everything. Um, he's a cyber third just as well. He's heavy. Um, he gets a power weapon, so you get choice of what type of weapon you're doing there. He has a las pistol. You're not going to use that. Um, he has his four-up invul save as well and his cortex controller. He is a worse battlesmith. He's a battlesmith five-up. Um, cyber cyber third just adepts. Is that just which one? Yeah, so which ones he's allowed? He's allowed Cybernetica, Machina, and Incursus. So he he has a smaller list of Cyberthergic powers that he can take. Um, he has a Feel No Pain 5 up. He has Fire and Protocols 2, so again, a little bit worse. Um, he's relentless, stubborn, independent character, of course. What is Patris Cybernetica? There it is. I was hoping That's you would talk about That's the rule that well, allows you yep. to join up with a unit of Automata. Yep. Good. So the, the other dude... The other dude is not able to join with Automata, no, which, by the way, which unless is why the unless you take the high order Cybernetica, exactly. True. Um, but this dude natively can join up with your beep boops. That's the technical name for anyone who's curious. Yes, absolutely well, that's technical. Might be worse, but at least he has the feel no pain, which something that the Archmagos does not have natively. That is true. He did gain something there. He loses a lot of things, but he does gain feel no pain. Which is is nice. Um, for option wise, he has most, not all, um, but he has most of the options. So you know he can take the auger scanner, melt a bomb, cyber familiar, but he does lose out, lose out on rag grenades, so he can't take those. Um, for exchanging his last pistol, he exchanges that, not his Volkite Serpenta and power weapon, so he can only change that. He essentially changes it to a different type of gun. So he's got, um, including he can get a Volkite Serpenta if he wants, but he can take an Archaeotech pistol, Plasma pistol. That was an option for the other one. So a little bit different guns. Um, he can right? take a servo arm. Pistol. Yes, he can take for one point a bolt pistol. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it to make an even number. That's about it. Um, he's a lot of cyber, uh, sorry, servo arm or machinator, right? Different points cost. Um, he can get a conversion beamer as well. Um, his... Weapon list is shorter. He does have some of them, but he's got a shorter weapon list. He doesn't have the ability to take, much like the other guy did, where he could um, take an additional sort of thing. He takes one. He can't take an extra one. It doesn't even say if he was Myrmidax or anything like that. He gets no more. Um, and he can Mastercraft. So he's 
he's your nice and cheap option. Um, especially, and if you want more HQs and you don't want to run named characters, he's a good option for that. He's a lot less. And being able to go with your, as Dan puts it, B-Boops or your Autonoma, uh, Autonoma is, is, I actually think, really useful. Um, what's, I see this guy as you probably want to keep him cheaper because he starts out cheap. Mm-hmm. Because especially only on two wounds and a three-up save, I don't want to load him down with like the, like, okay, Photon Thruster's cool, but it's 30 points. Now this yep. guy's starting to really get up there. I don't like that. And he'll hurt himself. Yes. And he'll hurt himself again. Um, I'll be honest. I run usually one to two of these. So I'll run, I run the Archimago's Prime. Yeah. And then I'll take one to two of these because they're the only other option if I don't run named. They're literally the only HQ option other than named. So I will take... I will usually take them if I have the points left over with a machinator array because they're going to be with the robots anyway. Yes. I need that plus two makes me repair on a three up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I still have points after the machinator, I'll give them a I'll give them a cyber familiar. Yeah, um, that's with, about it. With the way they've executed that battlesmith, it, if you have fire and protocols and you have battlesmith, your battlesmith takes up all your shooting. With the fact that they, they, they've executed or rotted it that way, depending on which way you want to think about it, to me, I don't want to put necessarily a gun on this guy because, yeah, he his goal is probably going to be healing them. Yep. And like that way, if I get into combat, he doesn't get tons of attacks, but the Machinator Ray is going to help him if he gets into close combat. What's it called in Infinity? A button pusher? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. He, he is there to push the button. Keep him reasonably yep. cheap. With the, with the If he did both those upgrades, he's 115. Maybe getting expensive, but not not terrible if he can keep your some of your robots alive for even an extra phase. To me, that's absolutely worth it. But yeah, don't I I would not try to load this guy up at all. I usually don't. I, I usually don't, I'll be honest. If you he's uh, good what he does. He's good what he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a big thing because he starts out base with initiative three, but the other guy was initiative four, at least depending on weapons. But this one starts initiative three, so you're swinging after a lot of stuff that you might care about. You're a three-up save. That's going to hurt. You're only base two attacks. Um, you don't have the same... Um, you start with a last pistol, so... And and just if you, depending on the power weapon you take, you get an extra. But you, you're a little more limited with how much you can get. Your weapon skill is garbage at three. So you're not really wanting to take close combat options. That has it. Your ballista skill is only a four, so a lot of the other gun options aren't great because they just stack up your points more and more. Keep them cheap. Or if you want, add 30 points and put them on a bayonet. Um, for differences here, he of course has that, I can't go in any vehicles no matter what. He absolutely hates that. Um, he has the same exact cyberthergy. Not much else on him changes, although his wounds, he does gain two wounds. And he gets the extra toughness. Yeah. So he does get a bit better, and then he has most of the same options. Like he uses, if you're on a bayonet, they don't want you to take a melt bomb. But otherwise, he's he has the same options. So since this is an army, mm, actually, nope, I take that back. I was going to say it's an army where you don't like have rights of war. Yes, you don't have those. But to get your special cult right of war, cult legion trait, whatever, you need a prime because they have yep. the orders of the high yep. Technoricana. Yep. Because I was about to say, ooh, could you get away without taking that more expensive guy? You could take almost two you, of these for that. 
You could. You're just missing out on a lot. Yeah, like, you're missing out what makes the army the army. army. I run without rights of war. That's because mm-hmm. I'm using consoles to bend the rules as I need. I don't really need the right of war to back that up. Here, it's kind of all built around the single model choice. Like, as yeah. an out detachment, you don't need an Archmagos. But if this is your primary detachment, you, you're you taking that guy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No, agreed, yeah. As I was starting to say it, I realized, you know, to get what makes your army your army, you need to get your special rules, and your special rules come from your prime. But I can absolutely see running a prime with one of these guys as well, because this, you know, this is your... Not exactly a consular, yeah, so he's not changing I, that much, but he's that option. I absolutely take them. Like even my so my Myrmidon list that mm-hmm. I no longer run, I still take one of these guys because one of the Thanatars needs to be babysat. Because I'll, yeah. for those who don't know, by the way, we probably should have gone yeah. over like the cybernetic, not the cybernetic rules, but what what a because um, I know that Legia, legions have it, right? Yeah. The, um, but we should technically go over that slightly only because. Not having them close by does suck. So just yes. really, really, really quick. Um, oh, it's super basic. The program is rule, right? Well, the, the, yeah, exactly. Okay. So the um, version is you yeah, have to shoot the closest and then charge yep. them. Charge the closest. Uh, as long, by the way, the, the, as long as long as you don't have someone nearby, someone with the um, cortex controller, the cortex controller, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you have a unit of Castellax or a unit of Thanatar that are playing fire support, you might not want them to shoot the closest thing. So that's why you keep one in the army, because it keeps them under control, essentially, is the nicest way to put that. Now, you, you have to be careful. You don't want to attach one of these guys to a single robot. Although, no, never mind. That does work. No, no. It does work. I'm, it does I'm work, because it's only the highest. Yep, still right. the highest. I was going to say, because then yeah. you were... Okay, don't attach two of these guys to one robot. Because no, then no. you're going to feel real bad. You hey, don't attach two of them to a Thanatar, please. Don't, don't, <laughs> tough, toughness then I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that now just to troll you. Oh, God. I think you're trolling yourself if you do that. Yeah. At that point, you're trolling yourself. I made my list worse. Haha. What? No. It's just to cause psychological damage to Dan. That's all that matters in life. Pretty much at that point. I ain't getting bored with that. All right. Um, now. The next one, so so Steve had a lot of problems before we started recording with this guy who's very angry. Does that I, mean you I don't want to? Does that mean you don't want to talk about no, him? That's no, okay I if you don't talk about him. I just have some 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 emotions I've been holding on to. Kind of wanted to for talk a about long this. time since we well, saw the Steve hasn't talked about him yet. I know. I want, I want to talk about it. that's what I'm saying because I want to know why he's so angry. Oh, okay. I actually don't okay. know the story. So <laughs> the reason I'm upset, I put, put my book down to the side so I have my hands free to. Fully express myself, even though you can't see it. So going full Italian. When Games Workshop previewed this book, like the announced book was coming, they showed their table of contents page, and people had a lot of questions and concerns because of the way they laid out the book. It's like, wait, so I see that in the book we have, you know, this this Caleb Decima guy who doesn't have a model, but he's in the HQ section. That That's a named Loyalist character. What happened to Scoria, who has a model? What happened to um, Dracovac, who has a model? You know, like, what, what's going on there? Um, 
they're in the book. They're just relegated to the reference section. Same deal with the Knight Household, same deal with the Titan Legions, like all these important parts of the book. You just can't look up in the table of contents. But this guy, this motherfucker, finds his way into the table of contents, and he doesn't even have a model. And these guys that do don't have a spot there? It's ridiculous. It's such such a disgrace. Uh, reductor life, best life. That's why. It's because he's a loyalist. I mean, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> that always helps. Oh, listen, listen, got the true Mechanicum. The true Mechanicum. Anyone who's loyal to the Mechanicum sided with Horus. If you didn't side with Horus, you were a religious traitor. Just putting it out there. <laughs> if if it, you say so. All right. It's, it's true. Tell, tell, tell us yes. about uh, Caleb here. Caleb Decima Invictus. This guy. This guy was one of the many souls condemned to death on Istvan 3. Yeah. Unlike many souls on Istvan 3 condemned to death, he survived. <laughs> this asshole <laughs> literally walked out. <laughs> He's like, wait, hold on. I'm not down with this. I'm just bounce. Sorry, Jeez. is it raining artillery? I got this. Yeah, so he is a member of the Ordo Reductor, which is, you know, really big tank, make entire city block disappear kind of stuff. Um, and he was actually one of the first units the Mechanicum list had in um, Horus Heresy 1.0. Hmm. And he unlocked the entire um, concept of doing Mechanicum Army. So he's kind of a cool piece of history. Um, on his page for that book, if you look at the art... It's essentially the Titan Tech Priest model that they've had out for like probably 15 years at this point. Because I remember my first got in, it was still out. Um, that model painted up, and he had a whole bunch of runes like painted, or I guess in lore would be like sewn into his cloak. So it looks kind of like that's weird in Eldritch. It's just Mechanicum, like symbols of divinity and whatever. But he's a loyalist, says so right there in his rules. Bam. And, um, yeah, this this is what he does. So, he's movement 6, weapon skill 4, blitzic skill 4, strength and toughness 5, 3 wounds, initiative 4, 2 attacks, leadership 10, and a 3-up save. That's a beefy stat line for that scrawny little Titan Tech Priest model. He's probably smaller than the current Guardian <laughs> Welcome Garden to Mechanicum. Models. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mechanicum. Get rid of that weak flesh. Because of strength. Oh, yeah. Uh, he comes with a mastercrafted power axe, a mastercrafted bolt pistol. Hell yeah! Um, Mechanicum protectiva, a machinator array, and melter bombs. So machinator array, as mentioned before, it's going to give him a flamer and a melting gun, which is very nice to have. Um, he's going to be getting his attacks at strength six because whether you're using power axe, machinator array, it's all the same. You use a machinator array, though, so you gain the shred naturally. Um, he is a character, cybertherogist, unique infantry model. Uh, so he's not on the big floaty chair. He just walks around. He is battle-hardened one, so he's toughness six for the purposes of it, the instant death special rule. He is yep. battles with four up, which will be effectively a two up with the Magnator Array. He is fearless. He is part of the feudal hierarchy, and the FAQs clarified that this means he counts as a... I just had it up. He counts as Archmago's Prime. Yeah. 
He has hatred of traitors. So if your opponent has said, oh, hey, I'm a traitor, guess what? You hate them. Reroll hits on the first round of close combat. Let's go. He is order reductor, so he does not care what cover you hide in. He will ignore it. <laughs> and he's an independent character. He's a loyalist. He is a master cybertherogist, specifically with Artificia Reductor. He has orders of the High Techno Arcana Reductor. He has Precision Strikes, 5 up. So if he's punching you, he's going to hit you in just the right spot. He is Relentless. He has Sunder to re-roll penetration rolls against vehicles. Mm-hmm. He is Walker in Rune, which is a special rule of his. And he has Wrecker, which is like Sunder, but for buildings. And he Very also fitting for someone has a rule called Guardian Retinue that is not under the bullet points. They clarify in the FAQ. Yes, it's there. It's also right here under the bullet points, so it kind of makes sense that he has the rule. So, what are these special rules of his? Guardian Retinue. He may be joined by one of the following for the normal points cost. Normal points cost. Either a unit of Tech Priest Auxilia or a unit of Silex Guardian Automatas. Um, I believe both of those units are line. So then you get a line HQ unit, which is always fun. They can be upgraded as freely as the... Oh my god, my tongue's all tied up because my nose is all congested. They may be upgraded as described in their profiles, including taking dedicated transports. If taken in this way, they form a single unit. You may not leave the unit. Essentially, they become a retinue. Um, they can't even part of the same HQ choice. They didn't take a force orc slot. The unit gains ignores cover, sunder, and wrecker. The tech priests are not forced to take reductor. Yeah, it doesn't actually know? force you. So you could give them um, Lacrimalis for the feel and pain bonuses, but we'll get into it later, or like any of the other ones. So it's an interesting thing. So how Um, do you like having your Silax ignore cover with plasma guns? (laughs) Or or melt guns? I'm more of a a melt-a-gun kind of guy myself. Or melt-a-guns. Yeah, yeah. when we get to those units, I'll call back to this guy and be like, hey, now imagine this unit, but with the exactly North Sunder with Wrecker. Yo, Sunder on a Melted Gun is nasty because you're re-rolling the penetration rolls on a tank with 2d6. You're going <laughs> to penetrate that tank. There's just no doubt yeah. about it. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, next up, Master's Type Therapist, Arfisio Reductor. He has all the rights and weapons are part of it. Very simple there. And then finally, Walker and Ruin. This guy and any friendly units with at least one mouth and six inches gain move through cover. So your terrain woes can go away. Because the Ordo Reductor don't give a shit. <laughs> He's a really cool guy. I just don't think he deserves to be in the normal HQ section and not the models that actually have proper releases. That's yeah. that's why I'm... But he's really cool. He's cool, though. I love him. Really cool rules. Um, for 200 points, I think he's a pretty decent package deal for effectively toughness 6 and 3 wounds. I take that. You're just missing out on the 3-up and vulnerable save. Yeah. But, I, I mean, honestly, I think he's really good. But, I, again, I also like Reductor, so I think he fits that really well. He does a lot of cool things for that. And, yeah, putting him with a bunch of tech priests of, you know, essentially a different school. If you want to think about it that way, I think it's actually really good. Yeah. No, he does what he does well. And honestly, I don't even think he needs a three up. Just he, he has a I like the fact that his machinator ray has hatred on it. That is spicy. That gives him how many attacks? That gives him 
four attacks, five on the charge at strength yep. six. Six for two weapons because he has a power axe bolt pistol. Yeah, oh, that's right. What um, yeah, I think I wait. So the two weapon combo just gives you the bonus attack. It doesn't have to be those weapons, right? Yeah, it just gives you it gives you the bonus. Yeah, technically yeah, it doesn't three, have four, to. Four, five, six. Yeah. So six attacks at at re-rolling hits at strength six, then also re-rolling wounds for shred at AP two. <laughs> Before you do that, just double check with the book, but I think you're okay to do all six with the Machinator array. I think it's if not, I think you can still do five and one. Maybe maybe you can't do that. I forget exactly how weapon damage weapon allocation goes this edition. Because normally I just pick one weapon and go all in. Yeah. Yeah. No, great. Um I think yeah, just, usually it's just have to allocate ahead of time how you're splitting it. That's the normal way. But I mean, I th- that guy's really cool. Yeah, no, he's a, if, he's neat. He's if, very. If they, neat. If they put a bunch of mechanical in plastic. Oh, you I know, know he coming. might not be. That's fine. I don't care. But maybe I not. would love to see you run Ally Mechanicum. They are a lot of fun. They gotta be in plastic because I'm tired of. I'm, I I still have a behind oh, no. me oh. where I'm sitting right now is yeah. still a bunch of resin I haven't worked so, on. So Dave, I'm gonna even recommend yes. this, and anyone listening to the podcast, I will just wait for them to come in plastic. Thalax and oh, yeah, resin. Wait. No, yeah. Thalax yeah. and resin are the absolute. I love them. Thalax are great. Shit. Yes. Well, I will call don't push on the hoses, and you're fine. My cast. No, it's not the hoses that are the problem. The it's the fucking body. arms and the legs. The Those legs are nice. Oh my god! The only part that's oh, bad is that no. little flange on the hip, like where the, where the yeah. thigh meets the hip. That's the only yep. part that Actually, ever it's presents the knee. a problem. It's the chicken leg knee that gets me. Uh, how skinny it is! <laughs> it's just no. It's 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 it's. No, I know. I've seen them. The it's not malafoe. Listen, it's not malafoe level models. I'm holding a model. It's not that bad. It's awful. Shut up. It's it, not malafoe level because they don't have a beard. That's all. Malif- it doesn't have a pigtail that's in three separate sections. Yeah. Did you need tweezers to build? Oh my god, Malifo. <laughs> uh, all right. So that leaves us with three characters. Otherwise, I know Dan is taking. I'm taking Scurry. Oh yeah. I guess. I guess, I guess I'll take. Uh, Dry- Recommendation. Dragovac? Yeah, take Draco. I think you'll like Draco yeah. a lock. Yeah. A lock. Okay. Drake. Try, Drake try real rhyme there. Draco. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, cut. what was it, Steve? We, I was say we are jumping all the way to page fifty nine because Games Workshop hates traders. Yes. Yeah, so this is the Persona schis- Schismata. So these are just heretics, right? That's really all it is. Yeah, it that, is. That's, these really are heretics. You go sit yeah. in the timeout corner and think about what you do. Oh, and by the way, Dave, that's the horse yes. skull. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm fifty nine. That is literally right. the horse skull. I didn't know they even that's had a picture. That's pretty cool. What is the yeah, meaning of the horse skull? I have no idea. It's, it's, it's pet horse. Scary. Actually, yeah. there might be a story, but otherwise, I'm going pet horse. All right. We're going to take a look at Dryavac. Um, So like I said, this as well as Scoria, the two that we're going to talk about next, are traitors. Um, so you can read through their fluff, and it talks just essentially about how vile and evil these, at least he is, I'm sure, both of them are. Uh, he's 240 points. Um, his big thing is, as we'll see, is he opens up some options as to what you bring with you. So he can come as is or on an abeyant for 25 extra points. So either way, he's move six, weapon skill, blizzard skill, toughness, all fives. If he's not on an abeyant, he's toughness six. If he is, he's toughness seven. 
His wounds are four or six if he's on that fate. All the other stats are the same. He's initiative four. He's got two attacks because these guys don't swing very much. Leadership 10, two up save. Um, of course, if he's on the abeyant, he becomes anti-grav. He becomes monstrous. Either way, he's a cyber thurgist, character, all of that. So standard changes for being on the abeyant. Uh, he has a paragon blade, which is really great kind of inbuilt. You don't have a lot of attacks, but still great inbuilt. He has a graviton gun. Um, he has his four up invul save. He has a cortex controller. Um, war gear wise he also has a data sheen scheme i guess um sorry uh yeah jinskine okay yep um we'll talk about what that is in a moment and he also has his machinator array um actually you know what i'm going to talk about that one now and then i'll get to the other things because he he has stuff broken up all over the place so the big thing of this is um he increases the blister skill of any unit he joins by one that's the first part in addition if he's present on the battlefield and not embarked in a building or in a transport and not locked in combat, the controller and player may reroll any scattered dice made, whether no matter which way you do it. So much like the Nunzio Vox part, as long as he has line of sight to the target unit by the attack and the point or the point chosen. So plus one to shoot and he's a Nunzio Vox for that portion of it. Um, for his special rules, so looking quickly for as distinctions. A way, yes. As a side note, Dave, yes. Nuncio Vox, I think, requires line of sight. I do yes, not does. This re- he does this require line of sight. It says that. Oh, it does. He, ha- he has to have line of sight to the model or the point on the battlefield you're targeting. Got it. Okay. okay yeah. Got it. Both require line of sight. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, the Nuncio Vox, just, it does a little something else, but for this part. Okay. All right. Um, whether or not he's on foot or not, he has Battlesmith 3 up. He has the Feudal Hierarchy. He has his own uh, Techno Arcana, Stargrata. Um, he is an Incursus Cyberthurgist. He's an independent character either way. He has a Liquifactor. Uh, preferred enemy versus infantry because he hates anything on foot. Um, he is stubborn and a traitor either way. He has his bespoke warlord trait. The distinction, if he's on foot, he has fire and protocols too. So you can fire two different weapons. He also then is relentless. Although when you're monstrous, he's kind of getting that anyway. Um, if you are on the abeyant, the difference is obviously he can't go in any transports. He has that same exact rule. Um, but so those fun are, fact, yes. he does have cortex controller. Yes, he does have a cortex <laughs> controller. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, that that's a very useful word gear for him. All right. So he has a whole he has a couple different special rules, one of which was FAQ'd, so we'll get to that. Um, he has his warlord trait. Um, if he's your warlord, he has to take this trait called Cruel Taskmaster. If any friendly friendly unit with at least one model within 12 inches of the warlord with this trait fails a morale check or a pinning check, the controlling player may choose to remove a single model from the unit as a casualty, no armor saves, damage mitigation. So essentially, pluck a model off the field, and then you pass the test. So you're allowed to roll it first, fail it, and then kill someone to succeed you know in this that's pretty good because a lot of times you might be a little bit lower on some of those tests or you you know this is an army that tends to have weapons that do really good in terms of pinning or anything like that so not the most useful but it is nice um you also get the extra reaction in the shooting phase which i think that's actually very very big for this um the liquid factor i know they faq'd something about it what did they say? It's this. It's, it's a different example. Clarifying the, the final sentence. Exactly. Okay, so it's literally yeah. They just made the mechanically nothing changed. I think it just did math wrong. 
They just, yeah, it's the four example <laughs> changed. All right. Um, so he can change all of his attacks in the assault phase for a single special liquefactor attack. Um, hits automatically, can be used against a single model in base contact with him at initiative step one. Um, to resolve the attack, you roll 2d6. If the target has a toughness characteristic, they suffer a number of wounds equal to the roll you had minus their toughness characteristic with an AP of two. So if you roll, say, a 10, their toughness four, that thing is taking six wounds at AP two. If it has an armor value, you reduce the roll value by half the armor value struck. The result is the number of penetrating hits the vehicle has suffered. And um, so the idea is... Wrong. They huh? use the front armor. In this example, it should have been the rear armor. That's the so, yeah, Okay, that so was... that's what they've acute. It should be the yep. rear armor. Okay. Because yes. their example... Uh, actually, let's take their example from here. Where am I looking? There it is. The so their example is, for example, if Javak player rolls a nine against a, an assault tank, Krakenos assault tank with a rear armor value of 12, have to be six. There's three penetrating hits because you got a nine versus a six. So... If it's toughness, you're taking your roll minus their toughness. If they have an armor value, it's your roll minus half the back armor. Yep. And that would be the pens that you do instead. Yep. Um, That's an average of three versus a Marine. Yes. Three versus, and it punches holes in tanks. Four if you happen to rag grenade them. Yes. It's like the one time ever that maybe you could take the benefit of the rad phase rule. Don't count on it, guys. Don't build around it. It's never going to work. Rad <laughs> phase is never going to work. Oh, my God. That's that's the dream. <laughs> now, out of oh. curiosity, because I don't think they FAQ'd this part, did they? No, of course they didn't. So. Um, I, I already know what you're going to ask, too. Yeah. So I'm assuming when he hits a vehicle. By wording, there's not an AP value. There's yep, we don't know. Uh, we assume <laughs> yep. we assume it is AP two because that's what is hit at the yes. infantry level. Uh, damn I would agree I'm as well. Offer a counter argument, and you're going to hate me because the logic is flawless. Okay, go ahead. Rending does not count as AP two versus vehicles. Yep. On the plus side, they're not going to explode and kill him. Yes. Yes. I still say it would be AP2 because... You're probably going to end up wrecking it by all point yeah. stripping. Yeah. I don't think it would be I would AP2. Still say, I still because think it's still, it would yeah. say the attacks count as AP2, not... Because um, it's specifically tied to the toughness section. So I don't think it yes. is. So I, 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 was, I could see it be either way. I think this is something you discuss with your opponent. Um, if you're going to play what, what way you read it by word reading, not AP two me, I feel it probably should be, but it's yeah. not too bad that it's not. And let's face it. They originally missed something in the rule. Anyway, I oh, could say then <laughs> since they missed something originally that the fact that they didn't fix it means it's not supposed to have any AP that that might, that honestly might be my argument for why you keep it identical as worded. They didn't miss anything because they already fixed something in there. I would See, like to I'm think the, they fixed both. I'm the opposite. I know that Scoria is still not fixed. So I'm like, yeah. they probably just missed it anyway. Yeah. I, I, still I, I think there's, I think there's a decent chance it's meant to be the other way, but yeah. it's definitely worded not to do it. So no, he's no AP just roll. Well, 
roll those two dice real, real well. It don't matter. Um, all right. So he has a few other uh, little special things. He's in cursive cyberthurgist. He has the uh, Artificia Machina and the Ephemeris and Cursus Cyberthurgic Arcana and all rights and weapons that are a part of those. So he has both at the same time. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's a big game. Uh, Dan, brief reminder of what those two do. Yes, Artificial McMachina is the double battlesmith um, mm-hmm. and uh, and the the haywire shot. And Femora Incursus is the control of the vehicle. And I don't know what the, the power was. I really don't. That's care. okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, just a, a brief overview because like I said we yeah. did that in the video. Yeah. Was that um, the one that um, was that the one that nerfed leadership? Hold on, I'll, I'll, let me flip. I, yeah, yeah, you look it up. I got you. I got it right here. Yeah, I already have it. It's right. the infir- it's the infirmus, right? Infirmus and curses. Yes. Right, and second. Yeah. So it is twenty four inches blind vox silence. It's the one that turns off. Okay. Um, yep. None, yeah. Okay. We're good. Okay. It's the one that basically turns off voxes. It 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 hits leadership, so on and so forth. Okay. And uh, this guy has his own high tech network. Yes, now, my favorite one. <laughs> I believe I discussed this when we did the episode on knights, and I cut in to discuss this there. Yep. Um, at least I'm pretty sure I did, but we'll discuss yes, it that, again. That's here. exactly what it was. Yep. Yes. All right. So um, for his high arcana, it says um, he may be chosen as an HQ choice in a Traitor Allegiance Mechanicum detachment, but he also may be taken as a troops choice in any army that's using Questorus Knight's household. As part of the Questorus Knight household detachment, he allows for Castellac's Battle Automata, Maniples, and the Vorax to be chosen as non-compulsory troops choices in any attachment in which he's included. So he can go in to knights. You can take your normal knight household. He may go in. And he lets them bring in some other units, not as allies, just as the same same unit. Uh, sorry, it's the same army. Um, I don't I don't know if you really want to be doing that, but it's very cool. Um, you can squeeze in more cheap boys because yes. um, you could save almost a hundred points off the bat True. compared to taking two yeah. um, armatures, and yeah. then yes. for another what is it, one hundred thirty points, which is another. 270 points saving on the next one. So mm-hmm. you save a lot of points to just bring big knights, and then you have three throwaway robots on this guy. Yeah, so yeah, so one option is if you're just looking to do knights, another option is you have this guy or you have some of the mechanicum stuff. You don't want to use them as your ally. You could put them into knight army, and then you could still ally something else in. Because your ally slot has not been taken up. So if you're playing also, a big game, you could actually throw even more in. I mean, fun fact, uh, he also no, he could also them. be the allied one. Like you yeah, have a primary also, yes. and then knights with this guy. Another, that's another way to do it. He also repairs them. And on the Bayant, he's still yep. very meaty on the Bayant. Oh, yes. Wow. Battlesmith one up. Yeah. Yep. And he can double Battlesmith. So technically yep. he can heal the knight for two. Yes. Which, let's be honest, knights kind of need because they don't have a whole lot of. If you, I mean, if you can't hurt high armor, okay. But if you can hurt armor at all, knights are going to start to melt to you. Him being able to heal too, that's pretty big. Um, overall, overall, yes, I do like this guy. Um, you know, I, I think since he ups ballistic skill of people that he's with, you want to take him in 
you know, a good shooting unit. I, I think his weapon, the liquefactor, is hilarious. And it will also do you good. I, I mean, he's only two base attacks anyway. He doesn't have the way to get the five, six attacks like some of those other guys do anyway. So yeah, I'll trade all my attacks against one good model. And hopefully if I roll well, just put so many AP2 wounds on them. Or I get up to a vehicle, get through that vehicle. So yeah, no, overall, I do like him. He's just got lots of rules. Turn your enemies into soup. Yes. Yeah. It's essentially what it is. Yep. At least it's only against one that you're in base contact with. So, you know, you want to make sure you get in with the right model. But if you go against someone, say, non-killy character, or even then you have a high toughness, as long as the character doesn't have the ability to necessarily, like, one-shot you, put him into there. If I roll well enough, I'm going to put a whole bunch of AP, too. You'll fail. You'll fail in vols. So, I like him. Um, all right. That takes us to Scoria. Yes. Which takes us oh to Dan to talk about this particular evil this man. This is my first, my first <laughs> ever special character from Forge World that I ever bought. Um, so those, those who don't know who Scoria is, Scoria is the, the Xanophane Tyrant. He's the one who created the first Hellforges. Um, and it was his idea to take demons and shove them into mechanical robots. Um, so he's, he's not the sanest person. So first of all, he's 365 points. So he is... Very expensive. Spicy. Uh, he's movement nine, weapon skill five. He's got a scorpion body, for those who don't know. Uh, weapon skill five, ballistic skill five, strength five, toughness seven, seven wounds, initiative five, uh, four attacks, leadership 10, two up save, with a three up invulnerable, which I will say later, because he has a cyber familiar and a mechanical protectiva. So mm. he is just stat line. This dude is buff. Yes. Like... Super buff. Very tanky. Uh, his unit type. Here's where the first fact <laughs> I laugh. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of facts to him, doesn't he? Yeah. So, so the first yeah. one, you'll notice he's monstrous, nice, heavy, unique, cyberthurgist. That's amazing. You'll notice he's not a character. So that was added in the fact. <laughs> so he is technically a character, guys. Um, his war gear is the Voidian Scepter, which thankfully got a nerf from first edition. Jesus Christ. He has two Archaeotech pistols, which is awesome. Um, he's got a photon thruster, uh, the affirmation uh, protectiva and cyber familiar, a cortex controller so he can join beep boops and a machinator array as well. Um, with all of these guns, he has fire protocols three, so he can pew pew a lot. I, the two Archaeotech pistols and a photon thruster is very scary, by the way. Just hmm. think about it. That's uh, the Arctic pistols. I think rend on a three, and the photon thruster strength six AP two. So um, silly question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, now I know it doesn't actually matter fine protocols because he's monstrous, but yes. hypothetically, would the two pistols count as one weapon choice because of the gunslinger thing? Or huh? Not? That's a good question. Look that up while I keep going. I have no idea. Sounds good. Um, so he's adamantium will five up. Uh, sorry, I, I lied. Apologies. And also, he's not firing protocols. Apologies. I, I forgot about this. The FAQ removed firing protocols, and they also removed the um, the uh, adamantium will. So don't even look it up, Steve, because he doesn't even have firing protocols. I no, that's why you it's, know, a, it's a general thing, up. though. It's a yeah. general. Well, no, he has right. to shoot everything because he's monstrous. He's a monster. Yeah, looking yeah. it up, oh, though, because true, yeah. the tech yeah. priests have fired protocols. Ah, okay, I just good, realized good. So that good. theoretically you could do dual pistols on them. 
Nice. So, Battlesmith's three up, which becomes a one up because of Machinator Array. He's an Eternal Warrior. So, yes, you have to chew through seven actual wounds. Ugh. <laughs> Jeez. He's basically a Primarch without being a Primarch. Uh, he's got Fear 2. And what's the range for Fear? Remind me. Mm. 12. Mm. Mm, so good. He's got Feudal Hierarchy. Um, independent character. It will not die five up. So if he's wounded, he gets a wound back on a five. Move through cover. Patris Cybernetica. Pride of place. Can't be placed inside the transport. He's, he's on a hundred mil base. He's not going to be in a transport ever. Rights of the Beast, which is, we'll talk about that in a bit. Forbidden Protocols is his warlord trait, and he's traitor, obviously. Um, one thing I will point out that I was talking today before the podcast. Yes. You will notice... That he does not have a high techno arcana. Nope. We have no idea, right, as of now, if GW meant to do that or if it was a complete misprint. Because he his high techno arcana should be cybernetica. That's his whole joke. He's supposed to be with cybernetic units. But he doesn't have one. So because he counts as an Archmagos on a Bayant, technically you have no rights with him. You actually don't have a high order with this dude. So if you take Scoria and you still want to take a high order, you have to take him with an Archmagos Prime on an Abeyant. So... But you can't because... Yes, you can. Feudal Hierarchy. Feudal Hierarchy just means you cannot take a no, uh, Abeyant... He, ca- he counts towards it. No, no, no. So yes, you can take... No, no. Read it. Read the. So here's the problem. Feudal hierarchy says you cannot take an abeyant with a prime on foot. It does not say anything about double abeyant. Yep. There. Oh God. Page. It's it's so stupid. It it has to be a a misprint or it has to be something that they did stupid. Well, it, it, they yeah. they forgot about him. He's yeah. the only reason you could do it. Exactly. So again, Steve, for future reference, a single attachment may not include both an Archmagos Prime and an Archmagos Prime and a Bayant. He's not an Arch... Oh, he is an Archmagos Prime and a Bayant. So actually, then, technically, you can't even take a right with him. Correct. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, okay. Rules is written, he has no right, which makes no goddamn sense. Um, most people that I've seen, that I've asked on Discord, that play Scoria will ask the event organizer what to do and they give him options and usually the event organizer always goes 99% of the people that answered on Discord basically said he's a high order cybernetica which makes sense that that's essentially what he's supposed to be Um, but there's your warning mileage may vary Um, he does not have a high order so there is your warning which is again, I think, is hundred percent a misprint. Otherwise, he's literally useless. You, you, it, like, you don't take him. Period. Um, but anyway, let's continue. Uh, Warlord trait is forbidden protocol. So he has his own special warlord trait. Any friendly units made up entirely of models with the automata unit type that have at least one model within six inches of this warlord may make reactions, and it ignores the usual restriction of the automata unit type. In addition. You get an additional reaction in the movement phase. So any automata within six inches of Scoria now can react, which is that's That's scary. That's that's really big. Do you you like overwatching your Thanatars? 
<laughs> like, he, oh, you're a bad yeah. person. That's what what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, not Dan is, yeah. That's yeah. fair. Okay, fine. Do you like do you like having Domitars that can react? How about firing back Castellaxes with Dark Fire Lance? Now this guy's really that warlord trait is insane. Again, this leads to the fact of why he's cybernetica, by the way. Um so yeah, that's a really good warlord trait. Yeah. Um I'll get to his weapon in a second because I'll talk about Rights of the Beast. Rights of the Beast essentially is that he, he has all the powers. He has Artificia Machina, Cybernetica, and Cursus. Um, and he has all the rights and weapons of all three. So he can double Battlesmith, he can control robots, and he can control someone else's guns, essentially, is what it breaks down to. So he's got all the gun. His weapon... Now, what's funny is these weapons go five with four attacks, which is, I think, the highest amount of attacks of all the HQs. Yes. His weapon's 100%. not bad. It used to be. So I will talk about what it used to be, just so I want to hear Dave's reaction. All right. It used to be, Dave, that you had to hit, right? Well, um, yeah, that makes sense. Every every wound inflicted inflicted D3 wounds to the unit. Not model. Unit. But wounds or hits? Wounds. So... so- if you so hit if you four fail times, your save, you get D3 to the unit. So it's, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to carve through people at that level. Yeah, he carved through units. Um, they fact it like at the very end before like 2.0 dropped. They fact it so that I think the spear just did D3 to a model for every wound. But yeah, it was originally to the unit. And it was just like he would poke someone and it would like Tesla through the unit, which is hilarious. Now, though, still a good weapon, though. It's strength plus two, so it's strength seven. Uh, AP2, it is melee, two-handed, armor bane, exoshock four-up, murderous strike five-up. So, I mean, it ain't bad. Strength seven, four attacks. If you poke a tank, it'll, you have to penetrate is the problem with the exoshock. But it's armor bane. You're getting rear armor, too. And it's all armor bane. Armor bane's Is it 2d6 for armor bane? Armor bane's 2d6. Yeah, so you're going to. It's it's melt a rule. Exactly. So you're just any penetrating hits, you get to roll a dice again and not a four up, you do an automatic other penetrating hit. And then murder strike five up is not bad either with five attacks. With four attacks, you're gonna wreck any tank you touch. Yeah. Or you're good and he's a turtle warrior. So if 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 some poor Praetor schmuck decides to challenge you, you're gonna poke this dude to death before he could attach him to a squad of Thanatars. And just walk across the board and I I I attach him to I attach him to Domitars. I usually run this dude Ooh, with four domitors. Yeah, that'll do it. <clears throat> yep, it's basically the fire. It's basically your version of a fire drake with a praetor and a, like a premise medicaid there. You just put him with four domitors and you go, okay, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. he, he he's a light primarch. Yeah, and, and he's not really that light. He's a little bit light because. His like weapon skill, ballista skill are not quite Primark levels because they'd be you, you know, can six modify or seven or his stats. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, it's a little bit of that, but other than that, he has most of the stuff that they would have, yeah. and he does He's a lot just... of the things they would have. He has a better yeah. invul save than most of than many of them. Yep. He is just good. Three hundred sixty-five points. You're damn near spending four hundred points on this asshole. He is good, but again, yeah. he has no high order. So just real ask if you're going to take him. Ask your opponent or ask the tournament organizer what they want to do. And again, 99% of the time, they'll just do high order cybernetica because that's literally his job. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally his fluff, his job, and what he does. But as that just in case, ask. Yeah. No, I absolutely do that, though. But um, 
I don't know if I would run trader stuff personally um, for this, but I do really like him. I do think he is very good. I think he's very expensive, but that helps out. And some of your units, depending on what you take, some are expensive, but you know, so you got some really cheap tro- troops yeah. and all. I have not used them yet. Fun fact: I haven't used them yet, actually. In two point oh, I've been fucking around with my myrmidons, but um, all right. I do well, want we'll, to eventually we'll, use them. You should. Yeah, we'll do that in a battle report. He's a nice model. He is. He's. What I did spend a lot of time on him. Good. All right. So there is one more HQ choice. Steve's going <laughs> to take this one because oh, we no, talked about the ones. I'll, oh no! I'll have it in front of me. Oh no! Do you uh, not? No. If you don't, don't, I'll do it then. Yeah, if you, if you okay. have the document. I, I got it in front of me. No. Yeah, that's right. Just, I'll do this one. That's... Send home. Okay, that's not a problem. Um, okay, so this is Inar Satarel. Satrael. Yeah. Sure. The snail yeah. boy. Snail boy. Yes. Snowman. Um, <laughs> so he's 185 <laughs> points. Um, so this is coming from the legacies. So much like they did for the legions, they put out legacies for Mechanicum. This is the only HQ unit, but they added quite a few units to this. So, um, for Snail Man, he is move six. He's a slow snail. Uh, weapon skill four. He's blizzard skill, strength of toughness. Sorry, blizzard skill and strength five with a toughness of six. He's got five wounds. Initiative three, so he's a little bit slower with his base two attacks, as they all do. Um, leadership 10, two up save. We better see sooner or later if something actually have a good amount of attacks. So far, it's all terrible. Uh, no, I'll help you out. Uh, Myrmidons. Myrmidons have it. Because Myrmidons okay. are overpowered. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Um, he is he is he is a monstrous snail. He's anti-grav as well. Um, Cyberthurgis, of course. Um, he has a power axe with a servo arm. He has a graviton imploder, twin-linked maximal bolter. Um, maximal bolters are just shred bolters, right? Uh no, no, they're short-range oh, no. bolters. That okay, have just short-range they're, they're burst fire, three shots. Yeah. Got it. Okay, sure. Ones. A play um, test they were pinning. I think that's probably what you're thinking of. Yeah, or okay. no, or I might. No, I'm probably thinking of the ones that uh, custodes have because they it's, have shred bolters. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it, they're yeah. twelve shot. Three, they're twelve shot. Jesus, twelve inch three shot bolters. Got it. Uh, here's repulsion shield. Um, it, it gives them a four up save, a four up invul, and we'll talk. There's a essentially it doesn't stack um, with anything. It is pretty much what it says. We'll we'll talk about. There's a little bit extra, but essentially that's his invul save. He also has a cortex controller. And a homunculite cyber corpus. You gotta love All right. mechanical words, man. Yeah, it's 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 almost homunculus. <laughs> it's but not it's quite. literally someone someone looked at words. It's a homunculus. Like, I want to make a GW word, and that's what it, that's what it was. Yeah. All right. He's a paddlesmith four up. He has that feudal <laughs> hierarchy. Um, he's an independent character. He's a master cyberthurgist. Um Pride of place. Again, he's a big old snail man, so he can't get in any vehicles. He has Archimandrite for his high techno arcana. He's stubborn, got to feel, feel, feel no pain five up, and he is also a traitor. So, um, as it says for his orders, the Archimandrite, um, he has Archimandrite, high techno order, and he can't take any others. Additionally, if an army that contains Inar contains one or more. Archimagos Prime, with or without a band, the Archimagos Prime that may or may not have an abandoned may not select Archimandrite. So he is, and if you take someone else, they may not be. Did and they tell us what he is counts that as? Allied detachment one. Right? Uh, yes. They did not tell sense. us what he counts as because 
this is not the greatest written book. Yes. Uh, so in the FAQ, uh, just to clarify for people, in the FAQ for feudal hierarchy, they told us what all the other characters counted as. And essentially, every character was a prime. And if they were on a band, they were a prime on an abeyant. This guy, okay, he, he might not technically be an abeyant, but for all intents and purposes, that because he's a monster and all, but they're telling you, you can still take a prime with him. So he doesn't count as a prime for intents and purposes here. Well, hold repos- on. I th- yes. the reason they say that, though, is because Archimandrite's the one that lets you take the allied mechanic of detachment. Yes. Yes. That's why the they met they mentioned the second one at all because he is still um, part of the whole feudal uh, hierarchy, uh, and regardless of what he counts as, it would have the same effect where he's the only one. In the it's the primary attachment. Yeah. 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 Okay, that that, that works then. Uh, Repulsion shield, like I say, he's got four up invul save. Um, it cannot stack with any others, but can benefit from rules like cyber familiars that would increase it. Um, it says additionally, so so that's the standard stuff. Additionally, each time that Inara makes a successful and vulnerable save on a roll of a six against a shooting attack not made as part of reaction, that unit that made the shooting attack suffers a strength six AP dash wound. So if it's not during a reaction and you save it on a six, they take a strength six hit. Um, and his last thing, his homunculitic cyber corpus i'm going with that i don't care how it's said it's crazy i'm terrible with names um, no it's gw when, no, don't even yeah. don't even it's just GW. I, the rule works the way it makes sense i, I understand like you know the rule fits the idea you know it's so, the way they wrote the name. Yeah, thing. No. yeah um when anar loses his last wound but before he's removed all models friendly or enemy that are within d6 suffer an automatic hit at strength six ap dash so he explodes in addition in any battle, when he loses his last wound or otherwise removed from play as a casualty, the rolling player has to roll d6 on a 4-up. The opposing player scores no victory points for destroying him in any way. So he explodes so good, there's nothing left of him for no, you no, to no, claim no, the no. victory of. So the fluff, I, I, the fluff is that he's so afraid of dying yeah. that he literally explodes his body and then teleports his, his mind yeah. Somewhere else. <laughs> he's he, like he, he, does, he pulls a Rick Ch- uh, Rick Sanchez. Yeah. He's, he's got like a little like just a new body to upload into, blows up the original. Yep. Yep, that's essentially what it is. He's so afraid of dying that that's essentially what it becomes. I, I do like that. And when you when you read a little bit of the fluff, you get that feel as well. That essentially he he feels almost the way they described it is that he's like trapped. Like in his body, and he knows like how bad and damaged it can be, and everything like that. Um, so one eighty five. I mean, he's fine. Uh, I, I get if you're looking to do the ally stuff because that's really what he does. If you're not looking to do that, you know, pass this guy on by. Um, compared to some of the other ones, I just like the other ones more. Some of the other special characters that we've talked about, but this guy was a good addition. And like I said, he, he's in the fluff. He, he's in the story, yeah. so put him in the game yeah but i'm not what i'm big sad about by the way super Hmm. big sad moment the the rule that um if you get shot and you save right it's a strength shoot shot back yeah Uh, it was called um that rule used to be that any save of the six you shoot that weapon back he that's so much better he reflects the shot back at you which was so 
goddamn funny because he can reflect melted guns. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And I'm so mad that they got rid of it because it was his, the, the, again, the fluff was that he's so goddamn afraid of dying that he has one of the most perfect shields in all of the Imperium that literally reflects bullets back at people. <laughs> yeah. If they did that, I mean, for 185 points, if they would have done that part of it, I think it still would have been fine. And that that's more yeah, fitting, fits the old thing. And it's more fluffy. Um, yeah. Here, I guess it's more of like a dispersion of energy that comes back at you instead of your yeah. shot itself. So but, no, slight, I do big, slight, slight big sad. Um, not for OP or anything, not because it's overpowered. Anything, no, he's not. But no, but I would have loved to see that back. Because that, that actually was really fl- funny and fluffy in my opinion. And for his points cost, I think it still would have been fine. Like it, he's he's not. So when I take a look at him, let me pull him back up real fast. He's not great in close combat. Okay, he's got power axe. Sure, uh, he's two attacks. Um, his weapon, you know, graviton imploder stuff like that's so decent there. But nothing about him screams like that. This guy is amazing anyway for his number of points. So yeah, let him reflect back a crazy shot. You'll do it once here or there, and you'll tell that story for a while. Like yep, that's cool. Much. I'm fine with yep. feeling stories. All right, so that does it for the HQs. We now have four elite choices to talk about. Does anyone have a favorite? Dan's taking Myrmidons. I'm taking Tech Priests because I think they don't get enough love. I'll take Domitars and Myrmidons since we have the four, since we have an odd number. Okay. Then once we do the Tech Priests, we'll have you do Domitars then right afterwards because we'll we'll mix up the order a little bit. Exactly. Uh, All right. Steve, tell us about these lovely, lovely tech priests. So these tech priests, well, first of all, they're they're amazing. So in this unit for 65 points, you get one tech priest and his four servo automata. They're adorable little bigger than servo skulls, <laughs> but not a catafron things, but they're they're tough as hell. Um, so the little tech priest that is in command has movement six, weapon skill plus six skill three. Strength 3, Toughness 3, because he's just a lowly priest. This man is a mere mortal, only beginning to learn the way of the machine, but he's just so excited about it, he's going to go out to the battlefield and prove himself. Uh, He only got a single wound, Initiative 3, only one attack, Leadership 7 on a 4-up save. Um, He's really not ready for this, but he's so excited for it. So there he goes out to the battlefield with his 4 server on top of that. Their movement 6... Weapon skill physics skill three, but their strength four, okay, a little better. And their toughness five, which is a lot better. Um, yeah. They're one wound each, though, a little bit sad. Take a wound, they die. Uh, they only have a five up save as well. Their initiative one, one attack, leadership six. Really, they just serve to make the unit a little bit more beefy. Um, the tech priest gets a last pistol and a power axe. The server, the little server automatas, just get a close combat weapon to start. Uh, the Tech Priest is a character with the line subtype. So as long as he's alive, this unit has line. And the Servo Automata are Automata subtype uh, with the sub subtype uh, Guardian. Dan, do you have that on? The yeah, top I, I just muted Dan. So when he comes back. Ah, so then I'll know. quickly pull that up because I'm near that part of the book. Okay, Guardian unit subtype. Uh, this is something shared by the Tech Priest, I think one other unit. Basically, here's what it is. They could get onto transports as if they're infantry. 
They can be joined by characters even if they're not robots, as if they were infantry, essentially. Um, They get to make reactions as long as they're joined by a character or independent character. Um, Any wounds that would be allocated to a character, you can allocate to them instead, even ignoring uh, precision strikes and sniper. So Primarchs get your heart out. And finally, um, if they're not joined by a friendly character, they lose two movement, they can't run, and their initiative becomes one, but it already was one for this unit, so who cares? Basically, <laughs> they are fake infantry. It's like the short version of it. Okay. But they still get all the cool automata stuff. Uh, since you have the tech priests embedded inside the unit, they are getting to make reactions off the bat. Nice. Um, yeah. So the the magos, uh, sorry, the tech priest has Balsmith six up to start. Um, he's stubborn, and he gets a techno arcana. You can expand this unit without the two extra priests and six extra servitors. The priests are twenty points each. The servitors are five points each for potential addition of what is that? Thirty points on one and forty on the other for another seventy points. And then another uh, one of your tech priests can be upgraded to a less shit tech priest, a Magos Auxilia. Hey, they're no longer uh, like Mechanicum Altar Boys. Now it's an actual priest. Like, you know, someone with authority, a Magos. That guy is going to get toughness for a second wound, a second attack, leadership eight, and a three-up save inside of a four-up save. It's a major improvement. You're going to make that change. Yes. Especially if you want Cyberthurgy, because they need to do that to be able to take it. Oh, yeah. Um, and he also increases his Bowsmith to a 5-up, and he gains Cybertherogist Auxilia, so he could take either Cybernetico or Machina as his Cybertherogy. You're going to take Machina and get double repair more often than not. Yeah. Um, for weapon options, this is where it gets interesting with Mr. Um, Caleb Decima. You can give them a one of the any of the following, sorry. An augury scanner for that nice and free interceptor, as well as the um, infiltration nerf and such. Give them a nuncio box. Okay, that's all cool. Bullkite charger, I mean, it's an option. It's not great, but it's there. Cortex controller, who can who, I mean, cool. If you're running Cybernetico, you want it. Otherwise, eh, it's there. It's expensive for 15, but it's there. Or get a graviton gun, which is fun. But you're, but you're either moving or shooting. So actually, it's not that fun. No. Priests are not that great. Yeah. They're mine. It, it, it's um, an elite line unit. Yeah. yeah. Um, the priests and auxilia can take a cyber familiar. They can take melted bombs. You can end up the six up involved. It's not great, but it's something. So maybe you do it. Maybe you don't. It's only five points. So maybe you just do it to have it. Who knows? Maybe you roll six. And the servo automata have all the work your options. And this is where it gets interesting with um, Mr. Caleb, actually. So you get Laszlocks, who cares? Flamer, I mean, it's there. It's five points. It's the cost of the model holding it. It's eh, it's, it, it's there. Maxwell Bolter, it, it's there. Servo arm, okay. It gets more useful with certain um, disciplines. It's there. You might take it, because strength eight is pretty good. Rotor cannon gets some pitting on the field. Worth worth looking into. Uh, heavy bolter, less worth looking into because you're not re are um 
are automata relentless by default? That's a fairly damn good question. Give me five seconds. Okay. I just had heavy bolters uh... and multi belters. Multi belters with ignores cover and uh, sunder is hilarious. Yeah. So okay. The twin um, link which helps because the BS three kind of sucks. No, no, I'm waiting for it. So here's where it gets interesting. Um, they're not cybernetic, are they? Um, nope, just automata. No, no, so automata. fun fact: automata is not in the Mechanicum book. It's going to be in the Legion. Book. In the main rule book. Yep, it's main rule book. So give me one second because I have the yep. Excel sheet. Uh, what okay. would that be under as I look at these tabs? Unitypes. It's, it's a super yeah, unitypes. Type. Okay, I have. Oh, let me scroll. Uh, unitype and subtypes. Got it. Uh, I know this is in. There it is. Automata. So they're fearless. Nope. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing thing. about being relentless there. Yep, nothing. Cybernetic gets Ooh. it, but not automata. Okay, so they will not be relentless, even though they're automata. Very important to note. So if yeah. you're moving with those heavy weapons, you are snap firing. Yeah. Which don't take then. Honestly, I've seen people take these, and what they use them for is cheap elite line, and then they load up their troop slots with a cast. People use they, these guys when they have a cybernetic army. Makes yeah. sense. So they take the Castellax as line troops, and these guys are elite line, essentially. Yeah. They can also uh, heal if they need to. Running through their special rule Techno Arcana real fast. Each unit picks a Techno Arcana. The three default options are Entranceer, Lacrimalis, and Reductor. <coughs> so if you're an Entranceer, you get a free server arm on each dude. Pretty sick. While you contain any server automata, they improve their um, Battlesmith rule to Battlesmith 4-up, which is dope. Um, yeah. That makes them significantly better at fixing stuff. Servo arm gives you plus one to Battlesmith or plus two? No, it does not. It doesn't at nope. all? Only the Machinator array gives you the bonus. Okay, okay, got it. Okay. Um, next option, Lacrimalis. Um, the unit, basically all the models in the unit gain field paint five up. Not all the models, like all the models that are part of the actual unit entry gain yeah. field paint five up. Yeah. Um, AdSec Tech Thralls. One of the troops' units that's basically cyborg zombie with gun. With at least one mouth and six inches, adds one to the field of pain rolls, or gains field of pain six up if they don't have it already. Cool. So it makes your, your cyber zombie horde a little tougher. Um, I love this last edition because that's the kind of build I had because I had this cool little converted unit. Um, it was Storm Vermin with basically like cyber chain axes. Like chain halberds, I had a lot of fun with them. Um, like I don't see how they work this edition, but yeah, um, cool thing. Basically, this is like the um, the biological modification side of Mechanicum coming out, similar to the Lacrim Marta of uh, the High Arcanas. And finally, we have Reductor. It gives all the guys a servo arm. They gain the Sunder and Wrecker rule, which they would get anyway if they're with. Um, Caleb, so they might as well be engines. Here's your better battlesmith. Um, you may exchange your servo arms for conversion beamers or graviton imploders for 25 points. And you're probably going to do that for one unit, put them on a backfield objective, and just snipe things with strength 10 small blasts. Yeah. Yeah, because your, your, yeah, your Mangos Auxilia can take that. So yeah, he can sit in the back with that unit, shoot out. 
Oh, yeah. And then I like it. I'm going to mention it here because it is relevant to the unit. Mm-hmm. Depending on your high order, you can do a couple different things with them. If you take the Lacre Marta, you can use your Battlesmith rule to unlock that thing where you can make a unit double move. Um, if you make a successful Battlesmith roll, so that would be on a six up, five if you have the guy, you can make a uh, friendly infantry unit double move if you're Lacre Marta. Um, if you're Cybernetica, you could hack into your own robots. I think, right? No. Which one had that? No, that's... Um... Archimandre. Yeah. Archimandre. Yeah, you could hack your own robots to shoot with your own skill. As I mentioned before, that's useful if you get blinded or something. If you take Macrotech, you may select this unit as a troop's choice. Um, however, they must be Engine Seer for their Techno Arcana. And then they would get the ability to shut down breaching, exoshock, and rending using their Battlesmith rule. If they are uh, Malagra, this is the funny one, they gain a new choice entirely called Interfector. Um, Instead of gaining the servo arm or whatever, they gain a prehensile data spike and the scout special rule. Alternatively, if you gave them a different option that gave them a servo arm for 10 points, you just buy a data spike. I don't think it's a good value, but it's an option. And I think... Oh, and then in Reductor, they could do the thing where they just disassemble you. I think, yeah. that 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 Those are all the ways you could make this unit do something. There's a lot of ways to make this unit do something. Yes. And they're pretty cheap to start. I mean, they don't have a lot of wounds and stuff like that, but they are definitely pretty cheap to start, so you have the ability to, to add pieces to it or to really change them around. Um... I like the little thing they do. Like I said, they're lined, which is great. Um, you can, like I said, if you take the upgraded guy, you could put, um, at least through Redactor, you could put a big gun on someone. Um, I think you just have to be careful relying on their ability to battlesmith anything because they do not have good odds of actually doing it. If they're engines here, they have a shot. Otherwise, yes. not at all. If, if so you're they not potentially do four battlesmiths on the unit. Because you yes. have the two guys with their normal engines here rolls, and the one guy with the um, the um, the Arcana. Yeah, I think um, if you're not running engines here, um, I think the reductor works well. Because then I would take you know the conversion beamer on him. Oh, yeah. and then now that they're in the back, maybe now because they're not going to want to move, maybe now I do look at some of those. Uh, um, the servo automatas, some of their heavier weapons. Because now these guys are just going to be hanging back. Not that I necessarily would. You might be spending way too many points on that, but that's about the only time I'd look at those weapon choices. Otherwise, I don't even consider them. You always max out, you always max out the automata. For another 30 points, getting other six wounds on this unit, you do it yes. every time. And taking majority toughness, so they're popping you up yep. to toughness five. It's going to make it much harder to actually get through. Yep. Your save isn't great, but less things will wound you, which is really good. And if you do happen to have that conversion beamer, you're, you know the stuff you're going to be aiming at, you're nowhere near. I'm going to hurt Dan real fast. The max unit size is 13. I know. I didn't want to mention it. I know. You don't have to tell me. It literally burns me on the inside. I love that. Was 13 one of the numbers you were okay with? I know we did a whole thing. No, it's a number I didn't like. It's it's It's, one of the numbers I did not like. However, here, I'm okay with it. 5, 10, 20, 30. 5, 10, 20, 30. I'll allow 3 
because custodians come in three, but I still take them in squads of five. But it's five, twelve, 10. and fifteen because they have good um, factors. Uh, fifteen still 15. annoys me. Nah, fifteen's perfect. It's threes and four, threes yeah, and thirteen. Fives. Thirteen is is why I don't know. Yeah, why thir- thirteen has no reason to exist. Now there's fourteen. All right, let's let's go on <laughs> to the Domitars. We'll go out of order here for a moment. That yeah. way Dan doesn't talk about the other two units back-to-back, yeah, exactly. back, but we'll do some Domitars. So Domitars are my second favorite unit. They, For those who don't know, okay, this is one of the few units where for, do not look at the Forge World pictures at all. Do not look at They posed it. like a, it, Just no. Look at how people do They're the so wooden. Yeah, don't. Look at how Forge World. Look at them right did. now. Look at this. So really quick, Dave. No, while I'm talking, look at these ones. Yeah, look at the Forge World ones. Look, look, just look how they posed them. Look how they painted them, and then just uh, Google Domitar Battle Automata and look at how people did it. Where are these jerks? It's just they, they're awesome. They look amazing in person on the website. They just look so stupid. So, oh my god. So the problem is they went old classic model style. So. When yeah. you used to have to like, you know, metal cast models, any bit of of depth to the model was a difficulty. So that's why you see a lot of old models are essentially on a flat plane. Like they have depth to them, but their arms are always exactly perpendicular to their bodies. Maybe arm up stuff like that. Not much else, because you couldn't. It was a difficulty to cast anything that. else. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, yeah, no. that, that's why models always look that way. Those arms that's, and legs are completely poseable. Like yes. my guys are like breaching through walls and shit, and this guy's like t posing. Oh my god! Anyway, actually, you know, just, no, uh, the, yeah. the part that's okay. It's the first picture that they have that's not painted. They have one leg more forward, one arm more forward. They added okay. some life to it there. But yes, the painted ones are very, very yeah. static. So there's your slight warning. They look amazing. Just don't go off the forge world picture. So Domitars are your automatas. They are 145 points. They are cybernetica. Uh, you get one Domitar for 145, by the way. Only one. Um, they are armed with two Graviton Hammers. Um, I should point out that the Domitar with the gra- two Graviton Hammers gains an additional attack. For some odd reason, they did not include it in the profile. Um, so you have to do math. So technically, it's move 8, weapon skills 4, ballistic skill 3, strength, toughness 7, um, 5 wounds. You have initiative 3, attacks four because it has two graviton hammers uh leadership seven and a three up save um so uh you could take up the four additional domitars for 130 a model so you get a discount of 15 points which is nice i will talk about paragon of metal so just slight note give me like a little star there i'll come back to paragon metal in a second so he's got two graviton hammers uh one missile launcher with frag crack flak ignis the whole Nine yards that we all care about. Actually, Ignis is new. Ignis, I know. Do Space Marines get Ignis? No. God damn it. All right, so he gets Frack, Frack, <laughs> Ignis. He's got a deflector. So this is the same deflector that Contemptors have. He has hmm. searchlights. Hammer of Wrath 1, Relentless. So real quick, before I talk about the grab hammers, I didn't even know. I thought Ignis was a thing, but apparently I was completely wrong in this. And now I have to flip. as Oh, there we are. Ignis. Oh, okay. So it's strength five, AP six, heavy one, blast three, ignores cover. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, the ignores cover is nice. You can lay down a couple of ignis blasts, and they can't do the shroud. 
Okay. And, and it's a better better strength than I mean it's not pinning like Frag is, but it's a better strength. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool. I, okay, I, I dig it. Who cares? Graviton. So the Grav Hammers have two profiles, a ranged and a melee profile. If it's the range profile, it is a template weapon. So eight and a half inches, whatever flavor it is. Yeah. About eight and a half. Um it's strength, don't worry about it. <laughs> AP six. It is heavy one, so technically it's got two of these, I should say. It is concussive one, graviton pulse, grav wave, and haywire. So graviton pulse is the one where you have to, uh, basically, the opponent has to roll under their strength. Um, grav wave, but you don't know what grav wave is. Huh. Neat. I, <laughs> you stumped yourself. Yeah, I stumped myself on that one. I was like, wait a minute, grav wave. I know grav I wave, know the wound. Page 104. Page one oh short version. Page. Charges against them are always disordered. Oh, that's right. right. Good. <laughs> I forgot about that. That makes sense. They actually, wub on yeah. a bonus attack. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. They whoop you. That's great. I do remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a cool template haywire weapon. Now remember, Cybernetica cannot react, right? Unless you buff them with a cybernetic psychic, the, the cybernetic cyberthergy, or just Scoria. But if they can react, 2d3 haywire shots of a contemptor charges in is. That's a. That's hurtful. Now, yeah. melee wise, Graviton Hammers are Strength 10, AP 2, Concussive 2, Armor Bane, Melee. So. Two's that's really good. Versus Dreads. <laughs> Yeah, they, they wound on twos re-rolling. They're concussive, so if something gets hit, take a leadership check or your weapon skill minus two. Um, and it punches through tanks. It literally just caves through tanks. So these guys are good. These are your melee robots, essentially what it boils down to. These yeah. are 1,000% your melee robots that you essentially... Um, like, like I said, this is this is your this is your retinue squad in melee. This is your fire tanks, yeah. if you will. Um, Paragon of Metal, I do want to check. So I will preface this by saying every cybernetic unit has Paragon of Metal as an upgrade. So I'm going to talk since this is your first cybernetic unit of the book. I will talk about it here, so we don't have to repeat it ever again. Uh, there are some units that I'll repeat it only because it makes them super ridiculous, insane, um, to the point of a little bit overpowered, but. This is what Paragon of Metal is. A little bit? I think you mean a lot of it. <laughs> so, you know, what, uh, precision strike on a precision shots on a four up with a strength 10 last cannon? What? Um, so, only one model in the army may be upgraded to have the Paragon of Metal special rule. So, first of all, only one. So, not a unit, it's just literally one. Models upgraded with the Paragon of Metal special rule must have automata cybernetic unit type before the upgrade is applied. This rule confers the Paragon subtype, which replaces the Cybernetica unit subtype, and it confers the It Will Not Die 4-up, Precision Strike 4-up, Precision Shots 4-up, Rampage 2. They get weapon skills of plus one, so they become plus one weapon skill, and their wounds go up by one. But they cannot be targeted by any cybertheric power or anything with datagen, either friendly or enemy. So basically, you're supercharging your robot with plus one weapon skill, plus one wound, precision strikes four, precision shots four up, rampage two, it will not die four up, and the paragon rule. Now, this is where it gets slightly stupid. Again, GW kind of screwed this up, but that's fine. 
The Paragon rule is really cool because the Paragon rule, basically you fire all your weapons, including as part of a reaction. You could fire heavy and ordnance weapons. Here's the problem. So in the Paragon rule, it says as part of a reaction, you can do this, right? The problem mm. is you cannot react. No. Because they got rid of the cybernetic rule, which is amazing, right? That, that That's not the rule that doesn't stop them from reacting. It's the automata rule that does it. So technically, Paragon of Metal, even though it says they can react, they can't. So do with that information as you will. <laughs> like, yay. You start a riot? Yeah. Do with that information as you will. They can react, but they absolutely cannot react. Um, again, GW did not fact this. Ooh, ooh. So. Scoria will let it work. Yes, yeah, Scoria yeah. Will, uh, obviously breaks this. But just letting you know that if you take Paragon of Metal, so there is literally an equal argument of you can react or you cannot react. Yikes. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Domitars, if you take the Domitar the Paragon of Metal, actually, what is that? Uh, 180 Weapon skill points. 5 is kind of Weapon nice. skill 5, 6 wounds. Precision strikes 4 up, though. That's... He punches someone. And remember, he can't be, he can't be nice. challenged. He can't be challenged. No. So he's charging a squad. He's going to be punching your, your Praetor with strength 10. That's the biggest thing squads. I think is the weapon skill 5. Yeah. Yeah. Now one thing to watch out with charging squads is that squads have these things called crack grenades. They will hit oh, yeah, automatically. We'll get yeah. And RAP3. They're only strength 6. They need 5 to wound you. Every five they roll is a wound they're inflicting on you unless you roll your invulnerable save. So be yeah. careful. Um, don't charge 20-man yeah. blobs. It's not no. going to go any no. kind of positive no. way for you. But if you do charge but it, if you on do the charge plus like a side, when you die, you explode and do strength eight hits because yes. of your automatic deflector. I'm not also, saying that I've lost a character model to that, but uh, <laughs> sometimes your dice roll a one. <laughs> What? I've never and heard of this happening before. is double tough mm-hmm. as four. And you get real sad. So slight, for people who are not listening to the podcast, we had a game where literally one of my automata exploded. And it was like two inches. And the only model it hit was the Praetor in the front of the unit. And as per ranged rules, we had to look this up and double check. The Praetor's the only one hit, and he rolled a one. So he just gets booped in the snoop. It, by it, it like, never happened because that battle report never got posted. So that exactly. That's true. That one had all true. kinds of weird issues. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the first attempt um, of doing it. There but. are better units that you take Paragon of Metal on. I will say we haven't got we're not talking about them yet today, but there are better units that take Paragon of Metal. But yeah, that's that's the Domitar. Small He's, point game. I feel like this is a valid target for it, though. Like if you're playing yes, like a in a smaller point, if you're playing two thousand three thousand, there's much better, much yeah. better. Like if you like, um, a but small, no, he's cool. Yeah, I love Domitars. I take if I take Cybernetica, I'll take four. Not Just for nothing, but you could steal these in a Space Marine army if you're playing um, the right yeah, of They're amazing. They're amazing. They won't have I your Legion traits, but they will be part of your Legion Force Orc slots as elite. Three attacks at Strength 10, Armor Bane, and Weapon Skill 4. Four attacks. Oh, no, they're solid. Four attacks, goddamn yes. Yeah. But um, they won't have Legion traits. Just throw them at a Terminator you know. unit. Throw them at a Terminator unit. Oh, yeah, Terminators fists. don't have grenades. Ah! Yeah. Throw them at a per- Terminator unit that has power fists and watches that opponent cries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, 
Steve, do you want to take the other guy? Because I know Dan's doing Myrmidons, or do you want me to so your voice can rest a little more? No, I, I got a bit of a break. I think I'm I think I'm ready to go back in, Coach. Put me in. Put me in. So there's another unit. This is another unit that annoys me because it's just more, <laughs> hey, loyalists, here's some stuff. Get bent hey, traders. Give them um, a good time. Well, that, that's the problem with the Mechanicum. It really is the trader forces that had the, the technical true claim to be Mechanicum. The 40K Mechanicum are um, imposters to the throne. And these guys only serve to worsen the illusion because they are special rule loyalists. But what they are is they are tech assassins who's supposed to root out heretics. Now you're a heretic when you don't follow your state religious head. And when your state religious head says, hey, we're joining Horus, he has functioning STCs. Guess what? You, Your state religion goes, yes, we like Horus. He's giving us STCs. Uh, but yes, what do you do for zero to one Unless you do the, the weird thing with the high order where you go all out assassins. And eight, for 85 points, you get a movement 7, weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 5, strength 5, toughness 5. That's a lot of 5s. Wounds 2. Okay, it's not a 5. Um, initiative 4. Attacks 2, leadership 10, 3 up save model. If you're an infantry guy, the Arcuator comes with a corporate stave, which is like a... Um, a boop stick that is good at killing dreadnoughts and robots because it is haywire. Two-handed as well, so no bonus attacks with it. You get an Archeotech pistol for that sweet, sweet rending three up. You get a Mechanicum Protectiva for the four up invault, a Cortex controller so your beep boops don't go crazy. And finally, finally in this army, we find not only frag grenades, but crack grenades as well. It only took us until the second to last elite unit to find them. But we found him, guys. We found him. Um, he has bows with five up because, of course, your assassins can fix things. Um, it makes more sense if you're going with the reductor high arcana, so he just blows stuff up. He has fuel and pain five up. Firing protocols two for all one of his guns. Don't worry, you can buy a second one. Um, he has the hunter killer special rule, which uh, I'll get into it in a minute. He's an independent character, so he could join units. Must be Loyalist, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, he has Monster Hunter and Precision Strikes 5 up. Monster Hunter, is that in the main rulebook? I think that's a main rulebook one. It sounds like it should be. That sounds like and I go to my And it's probably like re-roll wounds against Special monstrous rules? units. Hold on, this is in alphabetical order here. I gotta scroll because there are shit under rules. Uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, a unit contains at least one model with a special rule. Rerolls all failed wounds against Dreadnoughts, Automata, and Primark models, as well as any units with the monstrous subtype. So what I'm hearing is you attack and attach him to your Secutors, and you laugh. Hey. You laugh like a madman. Dan's going to do some evil things. I'm hey, already evil does. Things. Yeah, I was with uh, Harry's Yeah, And finally, Precision Strikes 5 up for close combat. Precision. You may take either a phase... Plasma Fusal or Photon Thruster. Um, of the two, I would say go with the Thruster because you're less likely to blow yourself up because you have less dice to blow yourself up with. <laughs> um, you can switch out the Corpse and Stave for a Paragon Blade for 15 points. Um, neat idea. Might go with it because being AP2 is really nice. Strength 6 is not a bad spot to be. 
and you'll have go up to three attacks, four on the charge. It, it's worth looking into. But it puts you at a clean 100 points right there. And you may take either a servo arm or a machinator array. And because he's a character model, if you're taking the tech, the high arcana that is themed around this guy, he could also take the little, the, the brain stabby tentacle. Prehensile data spike. Yeah, prehensile. That's the one. Because <laughs> he's a character with a servo arm and or machinator array. This guy, so he could also have a melting gun and flavor if he takes machinator array. Okay. There's your fire protocols too. Yeah, or the photon thruster along with the architect pistol. So Hunter Killer. When you take this guy, you could also take either Arl Attacks, Battle Tomato Babitable, which is like Domitars, but they have jump packs, and they're fast attack. Or you could take a Vorax Manipal, which is also fast attack. They're part of the same slot. They may take upgrades but from their entry, but not the Paragon of Metal upgrade. Mm-hmm. For a single single unit altogether. The assassin guy counts as the leader. He gains Patriot Cybernetica. You cannot leave while they are alive. They, they form a retinue. Yep. Essentially. Um, it's... Well, it doesn't really slow them down, though, because those are both really fast units. It's an interesting option. I would say it's a great option, but it's there. I guess you could take one Do of them... You- can you can you blow up your own robots with um, spells? I forget that what you. No, to you used no. to be able to do that. Oh, yeah, you can't target sh- your yeah, own stuff. You can't do it. No, that's you used to be able to do it, Dave. Right, no, the, I know, but first, right now yeah, rules you yeah, can't no. target your own stuff. Yeah, I thought no, you could, but used to be able to. Because like, then you yeah. take like, just a cheap yep. vorax, blow that vorax up, and then join the domitar. It was a spell that minus two leadership, strength was your toughness, AP was your armor value. Yeah. Okay, so not a thing. No. Um, um, I will say, do you of those two a- options, Arl Attacks is probably the stronger option. But I love Vorax so say, much. Do you get outflank if the Vorax have outflank? Like, does the unit get outflank? Is that how I that think works? the whole unit needs to have it? Yeah, the whole okay. unit needs to have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't okay. think that's what okay. confers. Okay, just wanted to check. Yeah, Scout does not confer. Do either Scout. of you guys run this? I don't necessarily want to use the word gentleman, so, but I have a strong yet. word. Because I don't have a log, I do not have a Malagra model modeled. Essentially, sure, yeah. When I do, my Mechanicum are ambivalous allegiance, so I will not be taking a loyalist only unit. Uh, oh yeah, that's also the point. I'm very much traitor. <laughs> I my my forces are exceptionally traitor. You guys let such labels stand in the way of your fun. No, 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 no. Like, I'm literally... Tra- like, I don't think you understand. Uh, Scoria. <laughs> well, if you run Scoria, yes. If you don't no, run him, you could call yourself whatever you want. True, but I'm also painted as a uh, Xanax, so... But also, you, my Mechanicum's not <laughs> ready. <laughs> my Mechanicum is not ready to have a proper detachment yet in this edition, so I haven't really looked into running this guy yet because he's not that high in my party. It's like, he's cool, I love to see someone run him, but I personally am not in a rush to do so. I do want to see someone run like a unit of him, because that's what you can do. You know, you can run a unit of him, so that would be interesting. All right, all right. We got one thing left. Yeah. Uh, Last but Dan not will explode least, explode if he doesn't talk about him. No, it's so okay. So oh yeah, Dave, you're covering why. this one, right? Yeah, shut up. No, I, so, <laughs> uh, what so Dan doesn't quick. realize, I could literally just like mute him now. 
No. No one hears it and just do it later. No, it's fine. Just backfill the audio. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, could you imagine? So, little side yeah, about these Dan's guys. Audio. Yeah, unbelievable. So, when I was playing in 1.0, I played Cybernetica, and I really, really wanted to do Myrmidons, but they were really bad in 1.0. Like, really, really, like, actively hurt you to take them kind of stupid. Um, so, I never bought them because that, that's just feel bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. When the announcement for 2.0 dropped, and Dave remembers this, I was like, oh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to buy some Mechanicum. I already have all of Cybernetica. I don't really like the tanks, what they look like. So let's just buy like roughly old version 3,000 points of Myrmidons. Um, you know, because I the playtest leaked and the Myrmidons in the playtest weren't bad. Plasma was AP4. They were three wounds, right? Um, they were still breach four up, but you know what? It's, 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 um, you know, it was three wounds, AP four plasma. Guns. It wasn't bad, right? Mm. So I bought 30 of them. <laughs> well, 15 secutors and 15 destructors. <sighs> the rules drop. So let's talk about these rules. So as a reminder, remember, I came into this think they, thinking they were going to be two to three wounds, which is what they were in the playlist, and AP four guns. Okay. Myrmidons are 150 points. Uh, they do come with a character in them, like a, a, a sergeant, essentially, called a Myrmidon Lord. Um, their stat line is basically movement 6, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 5, strength and toughness 5, 4 wounds, uh, initiative 2, attacks 3, the leader has attacks 4, leadership 8, the leader has leadership 9, and 3 up save. Uh, 150 points will get you 3 of them. They're all heavy, so they can reroll against blasts. They're armed with a Myrmidon Axe, which really quick, because I know what this is, it's a Strength 7, Sunder, Unwieldy AP2 Axe. So it's it's a Strength 7, Sunder, uh, Power Axe, essentially. Um, They're armed with two Maxima Bolters, so each dude gets six shots at 12-inch range at Strength 4. Refractor Fields, so they all have invulnerable saves, five up. They all have Frag Grenades. They're all bulky three. They all have firing protocols too, so they could fire both of their weapons. They have hatred. So on the first round of combat, they're re-rolling their hits. They're relentless and they are stubborn. So already, this is a very powerful stat line. And I'm going to come out and say it right now. This is the strongest unit in the Mechanicum book tied with Thanatars when we talk about heavy support. This is the strongest Mm. unit by far. Um, you take them and you take like more than three squads, you're probably going to pummel your opponent to the ground. Um, but it gets worse. And by the way, what makes them good is the four wounds, honestly, in my opinion. There's no reason why they should be four wounds at all, in my opinion. But that's, again, my opinion. I don't make the game. So let's talk about the what makes them even more powerful. Um, essentially, first of all, you can take up to seven more Myrmidons for 45 points each. So you can have 10 Myrmidons in a squad. What makes them interesting is that you can switch out their shoulder weapons. What's cool is you can switch out one shoulder weapon, or you could switch out both. So you can actually kind of mix and match the squad, which is actually kind of cool. So you can switch out the Maxima Bolters for Volkite Chargers. So basically, uh, the difference is you go from 12 inches to 15 inches. You lose a shot. You go from Strength 4 to Strength 5. You lose an AP. So you go from 4 to 5. But you get Deflagrate. So I think it's pretty horizontal on that one. Dave can probably run the math on that. Um, so what I mean, it's a free upgrade, so that, yes. that's yeah, what it would be. What, what what overall technically would happen is, you know, on on pure 
decent rolls and all. It is a bit stronger, but you do have less shots. So, like, if everything goes your way, the maximal bolters probably work out better. On average, these are probably a little bit better off because of the deflagrate and the better strength, strength. but it's a toss-up. Also, the less or the worse AP, which will love you. Which, yeah, which, yes. fun fact, the AP does matter if you're facing Mechanicum. Also, those Stalax get hit with AP4, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It will carve through them. Oh, sorry, AP5. They're both AP5. Apologies, right. my podcast yeah, okay. listeners. Yeah, they're both AP5, so never mind. Uh, so you could take a Graviton gun. So now we're getting kind of um, <clears throat> interesting. So Graviton guns are five points each as an upgrade. Um, it's range 18. It's a blast. Concussive one, Graviton pulse, and haywire. So now this little squad of three can shoot six blasts, six small blasts, um, that are wounding space marines on a four or less, right? And now that terrain underneath them is difficult and dangerous. Oh, but wait, there's more. Wait, there was more to that Graviton gun, or is there more weapons? They're Haywire. Yeah. Oh, I already saw, yeah, I, I didn't even, I skipped over Haywire. Yeah, also, haywire. Haywire. haywire is the oh. most important thing, because it goes, hey, Dreadnought, now you're dead. Bye. Yeah, yeah bye. Also, also, wouldn't the wounding be on a three or less, because isn't it under there? Uh, no, isn't it at or under? I oh, think crap. they changed it, this edition, to be at or under. Oh, okay. my God, I gotta check. Yeah, I think it's at or under, but so, someone uh, check me. I will check. check me while I do this. Yeah, I think it's at or under, but I would uh, The IRAD cleanser. Uh, this one is, I think, 10 points each. Yeah, so for tw- if you replace both shoulders, it's going to be 20 points. That's how that works. So the IRAD cleanser it's is... It's straight, t- straight up under. Yep. Basically, straight up under? Okay, one, two, it's a strength okay, test. Okay. A strength yep. test, got it. All right, okay. Uh, the IRAD cleanser is a flamer, so a template weapon, strength two, AP five, assault one, fleshbane, radphage. Who cares about radphage? It's fleshbane. It's uh, uh, you. If you position this correctly, all of a sudden you have a bunch of flamers that wound on a two. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan rated this so low, and then he ran it once and went. No, 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 no. This oh, is shit. not the one I ran. No, oh. no, 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 no. We so haven't that, talked about the other Myrmidons. Right, Irad Irad cleanser is the non torrent one. Yes, the non-torrent. The other one is AP3 oh. torrent, 12 inches. Yeah, no, no. That Sorry, the other one's insane. We'll get to that one in a couple episodes. Yeah, we'll get to it in a couple yeah. episodes, yeah. The last thing, and this is what really kind of kicks them over the edge, and this actually does piss me off, by the way. Slight, I don't like... Dave knows I like it. and so does Steve. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I like running units because they look cool. I think Myrmidons look fan-freaking-tastic. I think they're so cool-looking. I think plasma weapons look awesome when they're done correctly. They were AP4 in the play test. And I was like, screw it, you know, plasma AP4. It's a normal plasma gun, right? You can, this is a, what? If you run five of them, that's a 10-man support squad, essentially, right? With plasma. The plasma fusel. The plasma fusel is 24 inches, strength six. Okay, so it's not strength seven. AP3, heavy three, breach four, gets hot. So a single dude will put out Six shots at strength six, hitting on twos, breach four, AP three. I why? Yeah, it's 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 well overtuned. Yeah, I I I don't. So again, two things need to happen with them. They should go down to three wounds. There's no reason why they're four. It actually annoys me that they're more wounds than a custodian, like a custodian shield captain. 
It makes mm-hmm. no goddamn sense. If he gets punched by a contemptor power fist, he's not dying. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just it oh, okay. and then the fact that the plasma is AP three with three shots, it should have just been AP four. Why is it AP three? Like I, I don't literally understand the concept of why they did this when all plasma in the game went to four. Um, and it's funny because you look at the all the I'm looking at the chart now. You look at the plasma, plasma pistol, four, plasma gun, four, plasma cannon, four. The mortar, the literal Thanatar mortar, four. Only until you get to like Titan weapons do they hit AP three. But no, these suckers got AP three. I, I don't know the reason. And for three hundred. 370 points. I, I, I'm trying to remember because I do run five of them. For 375 points, put stick them in a tank, they pop out and do 30 shots. I think on twos. That's the other thing, honestly, that, that's big. Because when you think of a lot of other plasma squads, say as, as a Space Marine player, I usually hit on threes. <laughs> Hitting yeah. on twos so, means only thing that's going to not go through is the things that hurt me. And it's even yeah. worse, Dave, because it's like 30 shots with plasma, but a squad of five is 20 goddamn wounds at toughness five. Yeah. Because they're four wounds each. Yep. Now, side note, and you're only three up save. Head. You are only three up save. So the plasma will cut through your armor, but you have an invulnerable save. So you're still somewhat safe. It's, it's, yeah. it's. I, I, again, it sucks. Because I painted three thousand points of these guys before the mer- before this book dropped, I had them painted and ready to go. I was super excited, and then I remember running them against. I think my first game was against you, and me and you looked at each other and we were like, "This is horseshit." Yeah, this is this is literal fucking horseshit. Yeah, uh, and, and I apologize no for the cursing, they, but they no was one's able really to correct that. No, no. Was like aha, here's the answer because. And it it's, sucks because it, it it's one of those lists where it's I think and I dare say it is, I I I even say this for Stone Gauntlet by the way I think this is quite possibly I what I ran with the list I made is just an unbeatable list for those who don't know in the podcast it's fifteen Myrmidon circuitors okay fifteen Myrmidon circuitors but it's not pretty you but need I, to put everything into blowing up the Thanatar and then you just no. hope your life to score. Wait, on objective. Oh, the Thanatar. You mean the Thanatar that yes. passes out uh, objectives? That gives them oh, line. Okay. Yes. If you take and away the line, you have to hope yeah. something survives to score your point at the end of the game. End of the game, or hope it's a progressive scoring game. The entire time, it's going to be an uphill battle, though. You're going yeah. to be struggling. It's, it's just, yes. it, it sucks. And it's not one of those things where it's like, you know, include, even including, uh, and I remember I was talking about this with one of the guys in the Discord, even including just a normal, I think a tank could take six of these dudes. Uh, hold on, I gotta do math. What are they? Bulky three. Yeah, bulky bulky three. three. So transport twenty two is seven dudes. Yeah, seven dudes. Seven. Even if you if you take seven dudes in a transport, they pop out. Nothing is that's what uh, seven times six, uh, forty two. That's forty two goddamn plasma shots coming out of a tank. What is surviving that? I don't even there think is you no can response. give me. Yeah, I don't think you shoot fire them. Drakes. They return fire. You Ten charge them, drakes. they overwatch. Give me a second. What's the toughest unit in the game? Let's say Stone Gauntlet, because they can reroll in bulls, right? Um, these assholes. Well, yeah, these assholes. Well, the big thing is you need yeah. it to be a unit that has a two-up save, because then at least half of the wounds that come through, or, or technically a little bit over half, but about half of the wounds that come through, yeah. they get full saves against. It's not that they'll kill anything. It's that if your thing's not in a two-up save, you're screwed. 
If you happen to have a two-up save, you got options. And then it's like, okay, maybe they suck in combat, right? That was the big thing me and Dave figured out very quickly, too. Maybe they suck in combat. They don't. Nah. These guys have three attacks each, four with the leader. Sure, their weapon skill four, but they're hatred. And so they're just seven. Like you, yeah, uh, with AP two and Sunder. Who cares about Sunder? Um, so a unit of five charging is going to get what? 15, 16, atta- 16 attacks. Rerolling hits at strength seven AP two. Get get the hell out of here. It's 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 a very overtuned unit. And what should have happened, if you want my professional opinion, because I've played 40k enough to actually be pretty good at balancing. Points are always a big problem with me. Because as Dave knows, I don't do math good. No. <laughs> me me no do math very good. Um, but I'm actually pretty damn good at like balancing units. I think it's just from years of me not wanting to play overpowered. Honestly, for 150 points, they should be three wounds and plasma should be AP4. That that is my opinion on what should be done with this unit. Because now at 150 wrong. points, what you think that's bad? It, no, no, in one E, they were two wounds each, right? They were two wounds, yes. Yeah. With but no they were also points. unplayable. They 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 were yeah. At three wounds, you have a nice solid, you know, that's a three-wound healthy unit. It matches Aqualons from the Custodians, right? That they, they, I'm trying to stat here. And AP4. So it's not going to chew through TAC Marines as much as you think it will. And the thing that's is, what the me- things that would instant death them with the strength 10 got nerfed so hard. This edition, like that's true, but you cannons. know what? They're going to encounter the same problems that Aqualons do. Aqualons are three wounds at toughness five, but they're a four up and vulnerable. You just smack them with last cannons or something. That's that's no, like a different You need problem. to be strength 10. So or strength ten. cannons, which suck. Uh, so oh. that's what, a dreadnought chain fist at strength 10. Hold on, so hold you're on, nerfing on. yourself versus other hold dreadnoughts on, hold to be able on. to handle cannons, these assholes. Demolisher cannons are, are, are strength They're 12, stre- brutal, three, small blast. Yup. The small so every- blast is what kills them. Yeah. They used to be large. Yeah. Oh, that is true. And but it's still brutal three. Small blast. So if you if you smack three of them, that's three wounds at like brutal three each. So most likely yeah, but your small blast isn't going to, unless your opponent did stupid they're, things. They're on what forty mil bases, right? Uh forty mil, yeah. Yeah, you're so lucky to catch two. It's, it's three two, if you yeah. scatter just right. Yes, it, it's two or three. Uh, custodians are different because they have the three inch coherency. Um, yeah, no, they need to be three wounds. And the plasma needs to be AP4. 150 points is not bad. They used to be 180 back in first edition with two wounds. Literally no one, they were literally, you. you it was an awful unit. You felt bad because they did nothing. Now it feels like they, well, now they do too much. They need to be three wounds. That's it, Literally that's, in my professional opinion, what it comes down to. There's no reason for them to be four wounds. Just to put it in perspective, by the way, they slight They could also fact, increase the points on the plasmas. That would yes. also go a long um, way towards helping. Like or lower 15, the shots on plasmas. Like go to well. 15 or 20. Or no, because the plasmas are honestly, perfectly balanced when they're on a thalax. It's when yeah. you have two per model times up to ten models that it gets ridiculous. Yeah. And, but it's, I honestly think it's the four wounds. Hon- their output is dangerous, but the problem is you can't kill them either. That's the problem. To, give it, to, oh yeah, to put it in perspective, fun fact, they have more wounds than the actual Archmago's Prime. Ouch. Yeah. Unless the, by the way, unless the Myrmidon, unless the Archimago's Prime is a Myrmidon, then he goes up to five wounds. But yeah, no, it, it, these guys have more wounds than your actual HQ. It, it's a combination of things. It's yeah, they could change uh, several different things and make it work. Having four wounds is bad when your toughness five. If the toughness wasn't five, then it's not nearly as bad because either one you could be doubled out, or two you're just going to be wounded more often. 
you know, it, it's it's that they kind of gave them every little thing that they could mm-hmm. and without any of the potential downsides. Keep four mm-hmm. wounds, make me toughness four. I'm not as I'm not nearly as concerned anymore. Keep toughness five, put it to three. Okay, that's fine. Lower the either lower the AP on the plasma or uh make it like AP four, or just lower the shots. They kind of got all the good options without yeah. any of the negative piece. Yep. I know, I agree. I absolutely agree. All right. Let's uh let's move to closing thoughts because uh we'll have more Myrmidons to talk about in the future. So you gentlemen both run this. Um either of you who wishes to start talking I mean may do so. I like Domitars and I like Myrmidons. I I love put it this way. I don't like Myrmidons because they're OP. I like Myrmidons because they I think again, they are probably one of the coolest units looking units in the book. Domitars are also one of the coolest looking units in the book. Uh, sadly, after buying the army and then like after reading the rules, I'm like, oh, Myrmidons are OP. Um, but no, um, Myrmidons are great. Include a squad if you're playing Mechanicum because even just one squad is going to be like danger alpha number one. Uh, Domitars are great um, because they're just, I mean, and I know Legions could take them too, right? Yeah, if you take a... Yeah. Uh, yes. What the hell's his name? Um not the Pravian. It has to be the uh, Rhino Forge Lord. Is it yes, the Forge, the Forge Lord? Lord? Yeah. And the um, uh, Those Praetor. Right yeah, you need, you need the Forge Lord to unlock the Rite of War Got with it, the okay. Praetor or your Primer or whoever to take the Brotherhood so, yeah. of Iron. Domitars are, Domitars are great. And um, I mean, because I haven't run Scoria yet. I really want to, though. I've been wanting to. But I feel like, again, the problem is with running with Scoria is you're going to run Cybernetica. The big problem with Cybernetica is like their their three up saves and crack grenades kill them. But now, if your entire robot army within six inches can react, uh, <laughs> like it won't matter <laughs> when I blind them with my on thrusters. Very true. Very true. Oh, you learned my lesson. But still, that's oh, a scary thought. You know what I mean? That's a, oh, that's yeah. still scary. You know that the whole point of robots is they can't react. That was their big detriment. And Scoria just goes, "Nah, we're good." Um. But the Archmagoses are cool because they're very customizable. Um, you could literally do anything you want with an Archmagos. You want a Myrmidon Archmagos? Take a Myrmidon. You want a big boy cybernetic dude? Take a big boy cybernetic. I do like the fact how customizable they are. Um, and the cool thing is you can buy GW Plastic Heroes and they work. Mm. Um, I still have them on my desk. I haven't actually painted them yet. The floating dude. The fat the fat dude who's floating. Like praying. And, and picking his nose, uh, yeah. It, I actually repurposed the hand so he's not doing that. Um, but yeah, any of the plastic models uh, work for this, which is pretty neat. But yeah, that's my my two cents on HP uh, HQs and elites for mechanics. All right, Steve, how, how about how about uh, you giving at least one and a half cents? Um, okay, so the Archmagos can be an absolute melee bruiser that will bully anything that's not weapon skill five. If it's weapon skill five, it's a much closer fight. Um, they're tough as hell, so they have a they have a lot of staying power in that HQ slot. A lot of staying power. Um, the spells are really cool. That's where you're going to get most of your spells into a list, if not all of them. Um, for elites, like I said before, I I just have a soft spot for the tech priest auxilia. However, I'm going to need to get myself a whole bunch of servo automata to build out the unit I think I want to run, which is just a whole bunch of dudes with servo arms hoping for the best. 
Um, and Domitars, I think they're probably the next thing I'm adding to my Salamanders. Hmm. Because they need a close combat counterpunch. And that would do it while being in the theme of my, oh shit, we need reinforcements and we don't have good aspirants look like turning to robots. Right. Um, as we've run through this, and since uh, of the people here, I'm the least knowledgeable on the army in general. I mean, everything I talked about, I mean, it, it's clear how great and horrendously strong Myrmidons are. Actually, the other thing I thought that could actually even help fix them, don't let them react. Give them some stupid rule. That oh, yeah. No, no. If they couldn't react. Oh, that would be huge. Because then yeah, at least yes. you can whittle them down without getting yes. I mean, the, the gun still might be a little strong, you know, but but if they couldn't react, then at least I get shots into them. And then I'm worried more about what they do on their turn. And I or I rush into them. Oh, I don't want you shooting me. Let me go try to survive combat. There's, there's options. Um, it's clear that obviously they're the absolutely strongest thing. Um, I obviously really love Caleb because that fits... Um, the reductor, which is the particular uh, high order that I I like. The rest of it, though, I mean, they they have some decent character options, much like you see in Space Marine. Some of the characters, like uh, like the, the last one we talked about, Nar, I could care less about, but some of the other ones are actually really cool. They're sort of not quite mini Primark. Is it seems like a lot of fun, kind of kind of forces you into particular types of list builds, but that's okay. Um, they've if you don't do named characters, then they fit very much in the style of Praetor slash Centurion. When you take a look at between the two levels, Prime and Dominus, although their primes are much, much more expensive, um, comparatively, and also even before you start, because let's face it, you're going to throw some extras on them. Uh, the Prime is not impressive to me at all, as he is. He gets impressive when I look at the large list of things and great stuff I can do to him. But he's going to be well into the 200s at that point. So you're spending a lot of points on this guy, but you're going to get a lot of good out of him. Um, we'll have to see for some other spots. So far, your stuff is running very heavy points-wise. And I know they do have some tree, some some cheap units in some other spots, but there is a lot of points that you're spending on some of these things so far. So um, Overall, though, it's cool I when it goes to plastic. At whatever point that is, whenever you start seeing some plastic, then I will get much more excited about them. I still like them, but I don't get as excited because I know I have no interest in dealing with forge roll resins like this. I still have a bunch of resin I got to deal with, um, which will not be this week. Maybe in a couple weeks, I'll get to that resin. All right. Well, I think that does it for us tonight. Um, between the two recordings, it actually was a, a full-length thing that we did this time. So, as always, I do want to thank everyone who does listen or watches. Remember, we're available on any podcatcher, and we put all this out on YouTube, as well as some other things. For anyone who hasn't checked out the YouTube, obviously, you know, subscribes are, are, are great. But also up there, the reason why to subscribe is to see other content we put out. One of the videos we put out was Dan showing us around his man cave which actually got uh, quite a bit of views and all for people to see just how much stuff this man currently has. <laughs> um, we also put out a small thousand point battle report that Dan and I filmed. Um, Dan and Steve did a different one, but I was still one. The old, uh, the old gimbal I had had issues. Also, I wasn't really sure how to use it that well at the time. So I'm going to look back at it. Maybe it's salvageable. I don't know. 
Um, for the one we did, I had to do a decent amount of work on it, but I was able to get something that I liked. The other one, I'm not sure I will because like, I accidentally hit wrong buttons and the camera rotated and all kinds of terrible stuff. So we'll see. Um, but we do want to do more of that. Um, there's a few other videos that I'm currently working on to put out as well. So we do have some exclusive content we put there. So if you're interested to see some other stuff, especially um, one thing I want to do as I'm you know, currently building, slash going to be painting, slash getting into Conquest, we are going to discuss more of that. Uh, Dan and I were going to record something else this week, but I just end up just being tired from work. So next week, we're going to record some stuff to that. But I also have some solo stuff I want to do to that, more about the experience of getting into the game and 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 that sort of process. Um, we are going to be doing more battle reports. We have, like I said, now I have a gimbal that works a lot better. Um, so we can do that style. But I do want to get some other camera setups to do a little bit more with that. Actually, this weekend, I will be at a giant mega battle. And I'm going to try to record some of that. Bits and pieces that kind of give a flow of the game. So it won't be an overall because God knows how long that game's going to take, but enough of the key moments to be able to get a feel for it. So, all right. Well, um, those are all the things we're doing. Uh, just as a reminder, we do have the Facebook, which Dan's supposed to be updating. I don't know if he has been. I don't think he has been. So I'm calling him out right here for not doing so. We also have <laughs> Discord that will all be posted up. Um, there'll be links to it on both Facebook as well as on the YouTube for all of that. Um, if you want to talk to us, share thoughts, anything like that, pictures, come come along with the hobby. We have all that kind of stuff there for you. Um, so we have a variety of other things we're working on, and all that stuff will come out in time. Well, on behalf of everyone here then at the show, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.